welcome to AF. Oh <laughs> is that what we're going with? I think that's it. I mean, I guess welcome. so. Welcome to Hey Asper. That's it. Welcome to Hey Asper. That's the whole thing. We're, we're here now. I'm your it's host. All of them. We are here. Symphony. It's a symphony of Asper. Yeah. You're getting ass-butted from all sides. Getting ass-butted in every corner. Yeah. Your butts are in your asses, and your asses are in your butts. Nobody. We're puts adults. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm 26. <laughs> Nobody puts a butt in a corner except ass. <laughs> oh, damn. Let's just call this drunk ass. That's drunk what ass. Yeah. That all right. Episode is called. We, Spoiler alert. We're a little drunk. We went to a Mexican restaurant and we all had margaritas. <laughs> we're like, we're yeah, drinking like giant margaritas. Like giant margaritas. Yeah. And it was happy hour when we got there, yep. so we paid happy hour prices. Damn. It was dangerous. And, right. And now we're drinking like rum and coke and Kahlua and coffee. It's going to be all kinds of stuff. It's, it's going to be, be rum and coke floats here in a bit. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be a time. It's it really be is. A good time is what it's going to be. You know what I've been struggling with this week? What's that? Okay. So I've had some free time. Uh, yeah, you have. Uh, I lost my job, which is oh. fine. We're not here to talk about that. It's fine. Like straight up but lost or just like I've time lost? lost. Oh, yeah. oh, baby. But it's fine. I'm looking for a new job. I ain't worried about that. But I've had a lot of free time. So I've decided that I'm going to watch an anime that was made after 2007. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then I go and I look through like the key, like the, the, the animes on Funimation. Mm. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to watch Outlaw Star instead. <laughs> yeah. And then I just don't. I just am not. I'm never going to watch an anime past 2007. It's <laughs> insane. That's how I feel about music. And then I ended up listening to uh, fucking what's that band. What is Nobody, that band? If you don't Fa- know the band, we're not going to know the band. Yeah. <laughs> Falling in Reverse. Oh, that oh my god! Super guilty pleasure band. Um, I've I have heard of them, heard of them. Yeah, because my best friend likes them. Oh shit! Oh yeah. Who's your best friend? Um, Devin. Devin. Uh, oh, okay. Devin Sons. All right. Oh, way to say her full name. By the time she, by the time this airs, she will be in Austria. Actually. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're gonna have to look through an entire country to find her. Exactly. Good luck. You're not gonna find her. Yeah, you're not gonna find her. Um, uh, Australia is what the size of what Huntsville? <laughs> yeah, how big is Australia? Sorry. What? I it just, is oh, bigger than Huntsville, probably. I, I did that for the joke. I'm sorry. No, I, honestly, I there's a lot of those European countries that don't realize how big the states are. Well, that's like that reference yeah. from a Euro trip. Uh, come on, you know the UK is the size of the Eastwood Mall. We could swim to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I I saw a thing on the internet that was like. Oh, yeah, we wanted Burger King, so we had to go to fucking Sweden. Jesus Christ. I mean, but that's because those European countries, like, I can go down the street and get a Burger King. Yeah. Like, I, I'm from Texas. I can go 10 minutes in Texas. I mean, like, if you drive 30 minutes and you're in Austria, it, once you drive 30 minutes, I bet you're in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> if you're in Texas. Well, where she's going to be is actually, like, it's literally 30 minutes away from Germany. Exactly. Like, like that. Yeah. If go. you're in what Texas I mean. and you drive 30 minutes and if you're you in a drive, different state, you have a problem. If you're in Dallas, Texas and you drive 30 minutes, you're still you're in, in Fort Worth. Yeah. You're, in, you're just in more Texas. Yeah. Yeah. You've passed through Arlington. Like, yeah. that's what's happened. Yeah. Oh, I know the Dallas-Fort Worth area. 
Oh, me too. Um, yeah, it's not but, like my whole family well, is there and I go there every other year, but fun it's fact, fine. If you do drive 30 minutes in Alabama, specifically where we are, I mean, it depends on the direction, I mean, but it you depends could on, end up close to the Tennessee border. You could yeah. be in Tennessee, or you could stay in Alabama, or you or, could be like a little closer to Mississippi. Yeah, but you, you can't drive through the entire state. No. Yeah. Like, like uh, Maryland or Delaware. Right, or, or Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah, you can cross Rhode Island in like 45 yeah, minutes with traffic. Unless you were on Ro- the Texas border, you're not going to get out of Texas for a while. Yeah. It, all right, so to per, put, put, to put this in perspective for you guys, from Huntsville, Alabama to Fairview, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas, mm-hmm. that is a 12-hour drive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then from Dallas, Texas to anywhere to anything outside of the border of Texas that is west of Texas. Like what's outside of Texas, New Mexico, New Mexico, mm-hmm. Arizona. Kinda. If you're going to go to New Mexico, if you drive 12 hours from Dallas, you're still in Texas. Yep. <laughs> so long. You're like about to get to New Mexico. Yeah. Mm. Such a big state. You're another 30 minutes away from getting to New Mexico. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's in its own country. I mean, it, it's in its own country. It, tr- it was its own it country. It was its own country. Ooh, Kovler, get It was together. also part of Mexico. <laughs> well, Texas was its own like country for like, what, a season? Like a day. An entire 24 episodes. And they will Texas never let you forget it. <laughs> they yeah. never. They will never, ever. I was in Texas for three hours, <laughs> and I heard about how Texas was a state like 26 times. It was fucking nuts. Fuck it. Let's see. I'm... So, like, I'm from Texas, and I'm not brainwashed enough to be like, ooh, Texas is the best. That's because you spent most of your life not in Texas. Not in Texas, but I'm still brainwashed enough to be like, oh, I'm from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start the weird questions here. Okay. Because I think I've got the good mixture of people here. All right. Do you think at this point, at this juncture of time, do you think uh, Texas could be its own country? Absolutely no, absolutely not. not. No. No. Do you think the South could be its own country? No. No. no, no right? <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ. I mean, we've all driven through Mississippi. Yeah. Right? yeah. You think Mississippi is going to survive the <laughs> fucking well, con- morph into the Confederacy? Like, absolutely Mississippi not. would have to become part of Alabama or Louisiana or whatever is on top of Mississippi. No matter yeah. what happens, Arkansas. Mississippi is Arkansas. just going to be corn. That's all it's going to be, corn <laughs> and tunica. That's it. And bad and roads. Terrible, terrible roads. Oh, my roads. God. God. Like, um, have you ever been to the Delta of Mississippi, either of you? I've never no. been to the Delta. I've oh. only ever dr- driven through, like, Corinth. Imagine your worst experience here in Alabama as it's hu- most humid, sweaty fucking Ugh. summer. I'm upset right now. And multiply that by, like, a billion, and that's the goddamn Delta. Why? Wow. Yeah. Why? I had well, my sister used to teach out there for oh. uh, Teach for America. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. Her car broke down. I had to go help her. And Jesus Christ, my arm was covered in mosquitoes. Mm. Oh, oh God! Mm. Yeah. There, were, there was one year. Uh, it was like two or three years ago now, where Texas had like way more rain than yeah, they used to. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And uh, that summer, we went there because mm. we were having a family reunion. How fucking southern of us. Hey. But we were having a family reunion, and it was the same year that Texas got, like, 100% more rain than what they usually get. And the mosquitoes, I shit you not, they say everything's bigger in Texas. I saw a mosquito that was this fucking big, and oh, nobody God. yeah, nobody in the podcast can see this. It's about the size of a half fucking dollar. Yeah. I'm not talking about the like the giant mosquito hawks. It was a mosquito. That's insane. Yeah. Talking about like a, mos- like a male mosquito, too. The one that's going to yeah. bite your ass. 
Wait, nope. I thought the female mosquitoes bit you. No, uh, female mosquitoes are the big ones that don't fuck with you. Oh. Those smaller ones are male and they fuck with yeah, you. Yeah, no, those were the... Like, yeah, yeah. I slapped a mosquito off of me and I thought I was bleeding because the male mosquito had already fed a little bit and it was like full of blood. And mm. I slapped myself and I was like, oh shit, okay. I'm bleeding. And then I wiped it off and I was like, oh no, I'm not. Yeah. You see, because the, the mosquito I slapped was full of fucking blood already. Mm. Gross. You ever get drunk? So now the- I have hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> you already had hepatitis. Don't lie to me. Oh, shit. You're right. Do you ever get like pretty like good and lit and sit outside for a while and then a mosquito does that to you? Oh, And yeah. then it gets oh, lit? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then you're like, yeah, hey, that you're welcome. Fucked up. Yeah. And then you see like a mosquito with like a red and blue lights just flash and chase that other one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's getting and an FWI. And then that FWI. mosquito spends like the night in jail, but then it has to deal with all these court dates and like a huge fine. It loses its license for a while. Its life I just think gets we've all ruined. Been there. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm very familiar mm. with that. Uh, it's sad to see a mosquito go through that because they lose their job and then their family starves. Shouldn't yeah. have gotten drunk. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't have gotten drunk, Ben. Thing before <laughs> you should have thought about that mosquito. mosquito. I was sitting out back under the nook where there was no one. I didn't have to drive okay, or hold even on. walk. Here's a southern saying. I was sitting out. Hold on. I'm going to try to do your accent. <laughs> <laughs> do it in that voice. Come on. You can do it. Hold on. Let me channel Ben. All right. <laughs> okay. Get off this channel, man. I'm right here, man. <laughs> I was I was sitting out back next to the nook. Now, under the nook. Under Come the on. nook. Under the nook. Come I was sitting now. under a cherry tree. <laughs> I had a fifth of whiskey. I had a guitar. Okay, wait. My love had just left me. Is <laughs> the pickup nook, truck was right just, here. Is the nook yeah, what, what is you the call nook that bag? concrete area on your back porch? Yeah, covered in tin. You call yeah. that the nook? Yeah, it's the nook, man. <laughs> the nook is a craft beer bar on Bob Wallace <laughs> Avenue. That's what, I, that's what I call the nook. <laughs> I call the nook like, I mean, I guess I'm thinking like nooks and crannies. Yeah, a nook is like... Tom Nook, he's a raccoon, and he'll extort you for every bell you're worth. And he's got giant balls. Yeah, he's a tanuki. Covered it by an apron. Yep. Yeah. I'm making an Animal Crossing joke. Yes, Boom. I got there. <laughs> Eventually. But yeah, the Nook is called the Nook for several reasons. Uh, I don't know. We would have to cut it for me to explain everything. So I'm I don't not know. going to. I'll figure out what we have to cut okay. when I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the nook is. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. It's essentially do what do we do call do my do back do porch. Do do do. Uh, it's got this tin roof. Yeah. With this mosquito net front, and then to the side is this about ten or about yeah ten or twelve foot fence mm-hmm. that is built in such a way if you're not looking at the right angle you can't see through. Yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is a few years ago when my health problems flared up a real goddamn bad. Yeah. I would smoke a bunch of fucking weed. Oh. And then go back inside mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fall the fuck to sleep. Nice. Yeah. So back in the old country. <laughs> the old country of Hartzell. The old country of Hartzell, Alabama. Is that why Hartzell, privacy Alabama. fences were invented? Yeah, for weed there smoking. There was <laughs> a... So <laughs> I have a mosquito net that I put up. Well, they weren't... For it, the mosquitoes. It won't catch mosquitoes because... Doesn't it keep... Isn't it supposed to keep them out? No, yeah, well, they, I only they call just, them point. I call it doesn't them, catch them, but they can't pass through them. Yeah, but it's only three quarters of... Or one quarter of the three quarters is covered by the mosquito net. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. So a smart mosquito can just over yeah. the side and then yeah. it's like it's got you yep it's 
gotcha. Or a dumb mosquito can just be like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, here we go. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's appropriate that we're talking about bugs today, y'all. Uh, is it? Yeah, because yeah. the episode is called Bugs. Because the episode is called oh, Bugs. Oh, it's called Bugs? And guess what? What? It deals with bugs. Oh, shit. There's bugs in the episode. This, Wait, honestly, what? this might be the scariest episode of Supernatural for me because really? of that. I thought it was Wendigo. Wendigo's pretty scary. Yeah. Because of that jump scare. This one's just scary because of bugs. Now, with, bugs in with, general. With the information provided, uh-huh. what do you think is going to happen, Travis? Right, no, we're so not there yet. Oh, we're God not there yet. We haven't oh, gone fuck. through the majority of our... Oh yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. there yet. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, only at twenty minutes. Were you so drunk? You were just like, I thought we've had an hour conversation already. <laughs> Almost, I mean, kind of. Uh, so Ari, uh, yeah, what did you do this week? Well, I got fired from my job. Oh, it's <laughs> all right. It's fine. I'm really not mad about it. Like I, yeah. I had a very like. You've been seeing it coming for like. I've been seeing it. I've been seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> for a it long had, time. Um, but it's good. It, I, you know, I was trying to like leave anyway, so this just kind of puts a fire yeah, into my you've ass. Been, to yeah, been looking job. for a job since like before we moved in together. So I've pretty much been watching anime and, um, applying for jobs and playing Skyrim. So yeah, not a whole lot different from what I did last week. Pretty much, <laughs> honestly. But um, it's good. Uh, I watched this. Uh, Really great series from this guy named Digibro Ooh, called uh, Asterisk War Sucks. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Let's go check it out if you're like into anime and storytelling and motifs and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's like a 13 part series about why he hates this one show, but he like goes into <laughs> it. And I mean, it's not, it it's is not just about depth. it's not just about why he hates that particular show. It's why he hates lazy storytelling. What series does he hate? The Asterisk Wars, oh, which is a new anime. Like, I think it just came out this past year. Like, uh... And it's about... Um, so basically, the series in itself is about this kid. It's, in, it's set in the near future, right? And it's about this kid who uh, goes to this school to look for his sister, who the viewer, in like the first five minutes of the episode, the viewer already knows that the sister's dead. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> died fighting this battle this fight with this dude and we're like oh we don't know why or when it's a trope i don't necessarily hate but yeah guy goes to look for his dead sister yeah no that's a solid setup to a story the problem for me like because there are great stories with like great premises and the problem isn't that it's a bad premise the problem is is that it's not executed well it's a problem nine with, times out of ten. It's a problem with nine times of nine yeah. times, times out of ten most fucking things. Yeah, the asterisk war because the, the premise. There's nothing wrong with the premise, and in yeah. fact, it's not a super complicated present premise. It's very common for anime where like he goes, he's a fighter, and he goes to join these fights. Yeah. Um, and he like his whole life is surrounded by that. He goes to mm. school to join the to be a fighter. He yeah. he. Uh, you know, is trying to find out what happened to his sister, and he wants to protect these friends he made along the way. Yeah. And uh, he, there's magic involved mm. and swords and shit. There's other like that's not the problem. Mm. The problem is the execution is bad. Yeah. The characters aren't very compelling. The magic's not interesting or well thought out. The problem is never that you swing the bat. The problem is the fact of how you swing the bat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of something else with like what I think is a truly awesome premise, but it's just wasted. Inuyasha, like we were talking about oh, earlier. Yeah, so yeah. Inuyasha, Ben and I were both talking about because that is a show that like we both loved when we were kids. Yeah, when I was little, I watched up until what Momokun? What the fuck was his I name? I don't fucking know. The dude with the hole in the hand, it could suck up enemies. That motherfucker. Moroku. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
That and we were was... talking about how like we go back and we look at that and we're just like, that's not very, that's not mm. very good. Not a very good anime. Well, the problem is that, well, the problem is that I never watched past his story arc, the beginning of his story arc. It was very long too. Yeah. Well, that was, it also it's had like problem. 500 episodes. Yeah. Like a DBZ, like mm-hmm. every fucking fight was five episodes. Yep. Two and a half hours is way too fucking long for a fight. <laughs> I mean, damn. Yeah, but the yeah. premise of Inuyasha is pretty compelling. It's about this girl who, you know, falls down a magical well in her backyard, and she ends up 500 years in the past, where um, this she meets this uh, half-demon, hey. and they go on a journey together to, like, put together this sacred jewel. Like, there's nothing wrong with that premise. It's just the execution is not very good. Well, it's kind of like what uh, Final Fantasy, the Mystic Quest, mm-hmm. that, like, the first Final Fantasy the West got, is it's a very basic Final Fantasy game. And yeah. the fact that it's just too basic. Yeah. Very much like Inuyasha. But then you get like what Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 that were actually really fucking good. Mm-hmm. But then the Final Fantasy quest keeps going. It gets better over time, much like animes. Well, but that's a, there's a certain, that certain pocket of the 90s where it's fucking good and then it just drops off. Mm-hmm. Here's, um, have you guys ever had something? And I'm, I'm, I, I have an example if you guys want to think about it for a while. But if you guys ever had something that, like, you hear about it, you read the blurb, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to love this because it has everything that I like. It's got, like, a cool protagonist. It's, it's a cool premise, a setup that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you read it or you watch it or whatever, and you're just like, oh, never mind. Attack on Titan. I have well, yes. Talk about talk about what that like what it was. I mean, like Attack on Titan was a thing. It was like there was this society of like the last humans in existence, and there were these monsters that were trying to eat them. So they just they built these giant walls to keep these monsters out, and then all of a sudden the monsters are able to destroy the wall and get back in. And the protagonist is like, I want to destroy the Titans because they killed my mother. You know, shit like that. And then it just, the execution of it just got boring after a while. I was, I was just, I just got tired of it. Like, it, it was a similar, if you watch the Digibro Asterisk Wars thing, he talks about how a protagonist can get boring because they get too powerful yeah and that's exactly what happened with this is like the the main character got too powerful and it was too good and it was like well now what yeah. we can't go past this point because where is there to go what well, that sounds like bad in-game content for a game like you yeah get too pro like too powerful and you were like well fuck i can't do anything else yeah just stop i'm already too good yeah like all right, did I make? Did I not make the coffee good enough? I well, you put the, too much Kahlua in it. In the opposite, I did that too. In the opposite direction. I'm just suffering through it because I'm a strong person. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> See, I like coffee that you feel like as soon as you drink it, like oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, y'all drink Death Wish at work, right? Oh, we drink Death Wish, and I make it extra goddamn strong. You can feel that shit in your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, did I tell you about the first time I tried Death Wish? <laughs> no. <laughs> my where's my where's my cup? 
Is my is my banana cup in there? You, uh, I mean, well, you know I, my I, banana I know what cup. You're doing. They're not gonna see it, so just tell me. Okay, about well, it. I we'll put my, a picture of the banana cup. We'll up put in a the picture show of notes. the banana cup in the show notes. You know, like a, write that down, Ari. I'm writing it down. Okay, I'll just explain it. You know, like a Yeti thermos, yeah, like a little coffee like a, cup, like a uh, 32 ounce Yeti thermos. That's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. The very first time with a sticker of a banana on it. That's what yeah. makes it the banana cup over the Yeti. That's it's actually an Arctic RTIC Arctic cup, not a Yeti. So, I'm not all right, a, I'm we're not sorry. I'm sorry, Travis. But, so tell me about the first time you got way too high yeah, on we're coffee. Really off topic, work. So but let's no, it wasn't the first this. time I got way too high on coffee. It was the first time we tried Death Wish. Is our boss Death Wish is amazing? Yeah, our boss, our boss bought Death Wish for the very first time. Yeah, sent it to the store, and we made a we made a pot. And I filled up my banana cup with Death Wish coffee and drank the whole thing in less than 20 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. And for the rest of the day, I felt like there were bees in my head. I felt my teeth vibrating. Oh, my God. I I could not stop blinking. I don't know if you guys have ever done uppers, but sweet Jesus Christ. That's what Death Wish is. It is the mother of all uppers. Uh, Yup. If you need to stay awake for three days and you don't want to try meth, I don't know. (laughs) Buy some Death Wish coffee. This is not an ad, by the way. Well, meth is a hell of a drug, so I think I'll stick with No, 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 no. no. Death Wish is a hell of a fucking drug. Like, Ari... After my next payday, I'm gonna buy some Death Wish. Oh, it's so good. Let's try it for the podcast. Yeah. You ever watch like Futurama like all the way through? Yeah. You know that episode of Futurama where Fry drinks a hundred cups of coffee? Yes. It's exactly like that. Yep, that hundred cup. That's oh what Death God. Wish is. Cup, that's what it is. It's the hundredth cup of coffee. <gasps> you will see sounds and smell colors, <laughs> and oh it's amazing. I already smell colors, but yeah. that's different. <laughs> That's not because of coffee. That's, yeah, you have uh, that's a different thingy. But to bring this back to the question that you had about right. something. I really want to talk about mine, but continue. All right. So there's this PS2 game uh-huh. that mm-hmm. is a Yu Yu Hakusho game. Oh, shit. It's Yu- oh, shit. It's a Yu Yu Hakusho The Dark Tournament. Oh, my God. Now, <laughs> I have not played it, played it since I was like 12 years old. So that's sure. like 14 years ago. But it was just way too complicated and way too everything yeah. to really grasp or anything like that. That's such a shame because I kind of wanted to play it. I loved that show when I was a kid. Now, that being said, it may be worth revisiting because at this age, I'm a lot better at fighting games. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I, can, I, I mean, if we can find a copy of it, we can set my PS2 up. Yeah, we can find I a can copy get, of it. I can beat. <laughs> I, can get, I can get my PS2 and we can set it up. Let's rock and roll, baby. Um, do it. Okay. Well, yeah, it had like he it had the original like your ba- your main four, yeah. then it had the Taguro brothers. It had most people from the Dark Tournament. Also, let me just say this: you yeah. were a fan of Yu Hakusho when you were a kid. Excuse I still you, am. Sir. I'm a you huge a I'm a huge fan of you're Yu, a fucking weeb, and we all know it. I'm a fan of Yu Hakusho now. It's like Yu yeah, Hakusho. Yeah, we brought Travis into our cult. Sajura is my favorite character. It's like Shizuru, but Shizuru. close. Shizuru. Yeah. I was saying that wrong for like all day, and you were I know, not and correcting I never corrected me. You. I wasn't. Uh, I was amused. Sajura I enjoyed it. Is my favorite character. She's pretty great. The best. When it comes to like animes, I'm a fan of Yu Hakusho, Cowboy Bebop, and Full Metal Alchemist, and it's about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I could introduce you. Those yeah. are the ones I've seen all the way through. You gotta watch Trigun, man. 
I've tried. I just don't what? like. I don't like the main character that much. You need to much. watch some oh. Satoshi Kon anime. I, I feel like you'd be into it. I love Lupin the Third. I've only seen That's not like Lupin the Third. I've seen like a few hours of it, but I fucking love it. I I feel like Travis and I have some anime that we could introduce <laughs> you to that you really like. Oh, absolutely. Probably, but like I said, like last week, I treat anime like porn. I don't watch it when my parents are home. That's why you have <laughs> us. We'll watch it in front of our cats. We don't care. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Ducky, you're gonna have to deal with the fact that you're. Mom's a, a fucking weeb. Ducky, <laughs> your mom is a weeb, so now you're a weeb. You're a weeb, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> Ducky's a fan of magical girl anime because she is a magical girl. This is Ducky a, is a weeblet. This is a culmination <laughs> of all our jokes. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It is. I have a joke about this exactly. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Uh, all right, can so I talk about mine now? Let's yeah, talk about what's your yours. Thing. All right. So I actually have two now. Oh. So the first one relates back to Yu Hakusho. It's the Yu Hakusho movie, The Poltergeist Report. All roads lead back to YYH. (laughs) Which, by the way, Yu Hakusho means Poltergeist Report. Yeah. So Poltergeist Report, the movie, is just Poltergeist Report, Poltergeist Report. (laughs) Which is dumb. Uh, It's a dumb title, guys. That's translations for you, But it is the, okay, so just a couple of things. Shonen movies are never very good because they have nothing to do with the main story. Right. They're just like, hey, do you want to see? It's basically fan fiction, yep. which can be great, but it's, it never is. Nope. It never, the shonen movies never are. Fan fiction can be good. Shonen movies are never good. God, no. Because um, it's literally just, here are these characters you love doing fuck all things they normally do. Yeah. It is the only property that is not dubbed by Fanimation. It is dubbed by Central Park media is this, oh. the one, is this the one oh no yeah that's from new york isn't it it is oh no it's a terrible i actually you know what i might need to correct is this the one where it's all differently colored and shit yeah it oh. looks fucking weird oh god like, this is the one i tried to watch oh. the animation is not bad the color is the coloring is because really it doesn't look like the fucking show no it looks nothing like it oh it's so it's, bad it's real bad y'all this is like so you, was a different per co- production company in charge of the movie? To put this in perspective, no, same company. They just wasn't licensed by Funimation. For people. So why was the color different? Mm-hmm. To put this in per- perspective, I guess to differentiate it from the show. <laughs> I have no idea. I could not tell you. To put this in perspective for people who don't watch anime, this is like watching every other uh, Adam Chandler movie, and then watching Little Nicky. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good metaphor. Or, no. So, Spanglish is still good. The Funimation dub is great. Yeah. It is one of the few anime that I'm like, you have to watch the dub over this. Yeah. yeah. That, that very rarely happens. In fact, there's only two that I can think of. Is Yu Hakusho and Yu Cowboy Hakusho Bebop. Yu Hakusho and Cowboy Bebop are the only two that I'm like, but you gotta watch the dub. I would throw, I, I would I'd, throw I'd put Trigun in there. I would put Full yeah. Metal Alchemist in there too. Both are super great dubs, um, but I think that like what makes Cowboy Bebop and Yu Hakusho different for me. Mm. Well, Cowboy Bebop is just like perfect, excellent. Cowboy the voice Bebop is way great. more westernized anyway. Yeah. yeah, but Yu Hakusho, which isn't a very westerny story, it has a no. lot to do with like Japanese culture and stuff. Um, you know, some of which that I don't even understand because I just haven't been inundated with it. What are some things you don't understand from the Yu Yu Hakusho universe like that? I'm very curious. I can't really think of any right now. Is it like the how the Japanese middle schools and shit? Because that's the no, one thing I I'm can't really. Much, well, 
See, I really agree that for the West, that that's something we should adopt. Is that smart kids go to the smart school and dumb kids go to your like engineering schools? <laughs> the tra- we already have <laughs> that. That's what trade schools are for, Benjamin. Yeah, there are smart people in trade schools. Jesus Christ, yeah. y'all. Yeah. y'all are. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make a joke. That's what's happening. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but it, but but basically, so the movie is fuck all to do with the original, the main story, uh-huh. which like again, every other. yeah, which again is just like a shonen movie problem. But the dub is fucking terrible, um, which isn't a problem if you enjoy the subs, but it just doesn't add anything. It's just not very good. But I love the original, you know, series. So have you seen Cowboy Bebop the movie? No, but I've actually heard it's I pretty mean, good. It's, fucking really? Yeah, yeah. It's basically just a long episode. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. Which you Hakusho show actually has another. It's a long episode. The Cowboy Bebop movie is a long episode with a substantially higher animation budget. Yep. Yep. And music quality. Oh, I've heard it's yeah. great. It's yeah. music. I actually, I have it. We should watch not, it. Not on my computer, on DVD. Yeah. yeah, you need to fucking watch that. It's fucking I, I brilliant. haven't seen it, and I really want to watch it. And also, Yu Hakusho has another movie it has that like is two basically or three, like... Right? It does? Yeah, two, I think. And which is basically just like a longer episode, and I kind of want to watch that one as well because it yeah. is licensed by Funimation, and nice. Oh, that's really shit. a deal breaker for me. Like if, if you know, I just uh, I've watched the sub version and it's fine, mm-hmm. um, but the dub is just really special because Funimation was playing a little fast and loose with their translations, yeah, and they just made it hilarious. It's 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 it really is funny. So funny. It's really funny. It is really funny. Okay, now I'm gonna to get to my second one, which okay. was the one I thought of first until you mentioned Yu Hakusho. <laughs> I hate Mercedes Lackey. What is that? She I is don't know what that is. An author. Mm-hmm. She writes primarily fantasy novels. So here's what I should like. Here's here here I should like this. Yeah. She writes fantasy novels, mm-hmm. usually starring women. Yep. She has had canon gay characters in okay. her works. She has an entire series dedicated to rewriting, um, rewriting uh, fairy tales, which is a something that I love. Yeah. One of my favorite books of all time is basically just a rewritten, updated, updated fairy tale. Nice. Um, vaguely updated. It's not really, really updated what because it's still that? high fantasy. It's called Deerskin by Rowan McKinley. It, it is familiar. a rewrite of. The French fairy tale Donkey Skin, Ooh. and it is amazing. Go check it out. Check it out from my local library. But Mercedes Lackey suffers from one very fatal flaw. What's that? She is a bad writer. Oh, no! <laughs> so it has all these things I love. Great female protagonists. It's a fantasy. They're fantasy books. Um, but not just high fantasy. She's got some, like, not urban, but, like, set in the 1800s fantasy. Yeah. Like, she, like her series that's... Uh, Based off of um, ba- just rewrites of fairy tales, it's called the Elemental series because it's about like these people who have powers, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, those are all tropes that I really love. They're all like you know really interesting to me, and I would read. I would if basically if somebody wrote a thousand deerskin type books, I would read them. Like I love that type that that like rewriting of fairy tales. I just love it. 
but Mercedes Lackey is such a bad writer that I just cannot read her books. And the thing is, is that I wrote like, I read like four or five of them just to see if it was like a persisting problem. I have a series of hers on my bookshelf right now. That's a lot of books to read. Like I would, well, I got them from the library, so it was free. Oh, okay. I would be done with an author after like two books. Here's what happened. Here's what happens. That's the main problem, at least for me. Because, yes, her writing isn't great and her dialogue doesn't sparkle, but here's the mm. main problem for me. And I'm actually going to take an example from her version of Deerskin, her version of the Donkey Skin rewrite. Mm. So, I'm not going to go through what the, uh, what Deerskin actually, or what Donkey Skin is. If you want to check it out, it's a super fucked up fairy tale. Uh, there's a great movie from the 70s. Like in all its seventies glory, it's a musical. Check it out. It's called the French version. It's a it's a French movie. It's called Podin. It's fucking great uh, for that? an acid trip. P e a u apostrophe d a n n e. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I would not have guessed that. I'll yeah, be honest. I don't, it's French, man. I don't know. It's yeah. still French. Word. The, the main like I took French for six years, so I think I'm enough of an authority to say this. Uh, French is. Uh, you know, they just like to add in more letters. Yeah. Fuck it's just yeah, all letters do. and you only pronounce half of them. Right. Isn't that what most of what England and France were at war about? Like, was like how to say the word apple? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> fucking palm. I met a dude yesterday. Yeah. His name, his last name was spelt F-U-G-G-H-E-T. How do you pronounce that last name? Fouquet. Fuck it. She, Ari's closer. Oh my god, oh really? how? Yeah, it's pronounced like a nougat. Fugit. Oh Fugit? Fugit. Because I thought it was pronounced oh, Fugit. I can, okay, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that would be an amazing name. No, if you're it, like, yeah, my name's Fugit. You could guess what his, his nickname in high school was. Fuck I'm not going to say it. No, good guess, though. So. Chicken McNugget? <laughs> <laughs> That's the innocent nickname. Yeah. yeah it is. Um, so basically... I like okay, how already got it just rolled over it. Her donkey skin, mm-hmm. which I don't fucking remember what it's called. Please don't make me. Basically, it's about this young girl who lives with her father on an estate, and she's got goddamn magic powers. Magic powers. Specifically goddamn in the form of powers. like earth and plants and all that jazz. Okay, nice. She's an earth elemental. I like it. Her like it dad is a necromancer and wants to use her body to raise her mother from the dead. Oh. Jesus. Yes. Oh. She finds out about this plan and runs away. Oh, also, World War One is happening. Fuck. Oh, shit. Okay. So, great fucking premise, right? Yeah. yeah. Girl... Finds out her dad wants her for nefarious reasons. Runs off. Joins this other estate. It's all set in England, by the way. Mm -hmm. She joins this other estate. They don't know who she is. There's a mystery aspect. She's falling in love with the Lord's son. Like, isn't that kind of cool? It is. Yeah. So here's the problem. What's the problem? She will, Mercedes Lackey will set up these, like, high-tension, high-risk, great-reward scenarios and then make it easy. Like, okay, mm. they don't know who this girl is, the donkey yeah. skin girl. I'm yep. going to call her donkey skin because that's who, what she's called in the original fairy tale. The donkey skin girl, they don't know who she is. She's just this mysterious girl who showed up. She's working for the castle now. 
Well, they are like, oh, this girl's kind of suspicious. And also, this Lord's daughter went away. Maybe that's the girl. In any normal book or movie or whatever, that mystery would kind of build up. Right. And they would be like, oh, what's happening? What's Is this nefarious? Is she a good guy? What's going on? Basically, they're just like, hey, are you that chick? And she's like, yeah, I totally am that chick. Damn. And, that, and all the tension is gone. And the payoff is much less because the characters didn't have to work for anything. She yeah. made it easy. And that's a huge problem with everything I've ever written from her. She yeah. makes it easy. It's like she presses a staples button oh. and then it's fucking taken care of. That yeah. was easy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so that's but, why I don't like Mercedes Lackey, even though I really should. But to offer a better version of classic Grimm, because I'm guessing it's very much like the Grimm's fairy tales, correct? It's it, there. Yeah. So she has tons of different rewrites. She's got a... She has like a toy soldier book, mm. like the tin, the tin soldier. Yeah. Listen, the, children, to the story that was written long ago. Okay, <laughs> okay, so backstory behind this: I don't know why I know the entirety of One Tin Soldier, but I have that song memorized. <laughs> I could sing it from beginning to end right now, verses, choruses, everything. That's how Please I am. don't. <laughs> I won't. That's how I am with Foreigner, man. Yeah, it's yeah. like I don't know how I know this song, but I know it. <laughs> Foreigner, yeah. I don't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> Whopper Good with one. cheese. I barely know her. Oh my god! <laughs> but That's yeah, my favorite joke, by the way. But to pull this back, <laughs> yeah, uh, Grimm's so fairy tales. So yeah, better versions of well, not better versions, but good retellings of Grimm's fairy tales. Mm-hmm. There's this collection by Dark Horse called Noir, like N O I R, like like film noir, exactly, like L O like L A noir, yes, like like noir, yes. We got it, Travis. Thank but you. Yeah, it, it's this collection. It's it's like a good like. Like, if you read a bunch of graphic novels, it's a novella, yeah. essentially, of, like, graphic novels. It's great. It retells, I think, Batman and then a bunch of other, well, I won't say other grim fairy tales, but classic tales Yeah, are just fucking good in this story. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Oh, I have it if you want to borrow it. Because I, I would love that. Because I do, yeah. I really do, like, Robin McKinley, mm-hmm. you know, has written several rewrites of mm-hmm. classic fairy tales. Uh, obviously, I mentioned Deerskin, which is based off Baudin, but she also has a Sleeping Beauty one. She's got two versions of Beauty and the Beast. Damn. Yeah. Like, the woman has just, you know, made her bread and butter off of rewriting fairy tales. So, I mean, I there's do nothing love wrong that. with that. No, yeah. not at all. I That's mean, good I love butter. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, if you can do it well, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think we were talking about a couple weeks ago how we really love. Um, well, brother, where art that? Which is yeah. just a retelling yeah. of the Odyssey. Yeah, you know. So, See, well, that's the big thing. English is a living language. Yeah, and to bring old stories to the new, you have to tell them in the new version of the language. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Which, even though Oh Brother, Where Art Thou is very set, it's set in the 1930s with a very southern language, but it's set but, more like a 1980s, 1990s kind of southern. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's a. I think when you're creating a period piece, which is just there, like any piece that's not that is not made in the decade. Yeah. Any piece in, by the Coen Brothers. Like I mean, <laughs> whenever you're making a period piece, anachronism is inevitable. Yeah. Yes, but I think that's a good thing. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with viewing because whenever you make a period piece or you're watching a period piece, you have to think, okay, this is set through the lens of the person who is creating it. This is how they see this time period. Absolutely. So you've got somebody like, okay, Forrest Gump. That's set through the director's lens. Mm-hmm. Director Forrest Gump. 
Bob I don't know. Reiner when did that movie Let's come out? The nineties. The nineties. So it's set through like a lens of the nineties. It's set well. It's set through that director's lens. Yeah. And he has a very rosy view of the past. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like he, yeah, he goes through major <laughs> history, historical events, and he does include like the civil rights era and the Vietnam War to very, you know, like dark periods in American history. Yeah. But he basically rewrites it so that the white this white main character always comes out on top and it's just interesting to view history through that lens yeah but you have to remember that you are viewing it through a lens this isn't an actual representation even even in like way back in um shakespeare's julius caesar play right uh there's a line about a bell tower chiming yeah there were no bell towers in ancient rome as far as I know. I, I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe the ancient Romans were, like, super crazy. They had bathhouses, I'll yeah. tell you that. But yeah, yeah, they did. Or you but, asking, uh, what were you saying? But yeah, like, even, even in a Shakespeare play, anachronism is prevalent because right. there were no bell towers in ancient Rome. No. Mm-hmm. And there's this line about a bell tower chiming. So you, well, so it's, again, a- like, ancient Rome through the lens of Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's that's fine, like... It doesn't take away my enjoyment of Julius Caesar. Absolutely. You know, I still enjoy... I love hearing about a dude that got stabbed 13 times in the chest. Yeah. Yeah, It's great. I love that. Well, (laughs) to make this a little bit more modern, like uh, the Scarlet Leather through... The Scarlet Letter through the lens of, of the Easy movie Easy A, yeah. yeah, is very much that. Absolutely. Where it puts... Because the Scarlet Letter... I mean, Nathaniel Hawthorne who we're actually going to be talking about later. That's why I mentioned that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Um, shit, baby. uh, Shook off my headphones. Yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) The second half of this podcast is going to be in part dedicated to an English lecture. And they said I would never use my degree. (laughs) We're sorry in advance. (laughs) Just get get prepared for that. Strap the fuck in. But, uh... Nathaniel Hawthorne, um, you know, he definitely had his beef with the Puritans, and part of the Scarlet Letter is condemning the Puritans for mm-hmm. how they treated, you know, unmarried pregnant women. Oh, absolutely. But it doesn't really come down on the side of Hester either. No. It's not pro women by any means. It's like pro. And Easy A flips <laughs> the script. Yeah. Yep. But Flip. even the Scarlet Letter, because, yeah. Nathaniel Hawthorne did like live in old timey periods, but he wasn't really a Puritan. He was just descended from Puritans. Yeah. He was just a dude. Yep. He was a dude with a cool hat, probably some buckles on his shoes. Probably. Yeah. Well, and even like we use the selling of period pieces to discuss like topics that we can't discuss in, you know, podcast format. In pot, no, we, we, well, what I'm saying, like, okay, so talking about the Puritans and Nathaniel Hawthorne, the Crucible, right? Yeah. The one play everybody had to read in high school that we all hated. Well, there's more that we hated than just the Crucible. Yes, but that's the one that I feel that's, like that's it, the it connects one, us, it keeps that's, us together. That's the number one from east to west, north to south that we yes. all read and fucking hated. Yes, but the Crucible was Arthur Miller. Telling about what writing about um, the dangers of McCarthyism through the lens of the Salem witch trials. Yeah. Because he couldn't write about McCarthy. So we use period pieces to, you know, compare it to our current times as well. Same mm. with Inherit the Wind. Inherit the Wind, which is a 
movie that I've already mentioned, it's fucking great, go watch it, um, is about, it is a dramatization of the Scopes Monkey Trial that was written in the, I don't actually remember when the play was written, but the movie came out in the 50s and 60s. That's the play that I hated in high school. You hated Inherit the Wind? uh, Yeah, because I I went to a Christian high school. Oh, so uh, they were like, yeah, these guys are the bad guys. Exactly. Henry Drummond, fuck him. Uh, yeah, see, I read The Crucible too, and I was Why like... Why would you ever, okay. ever, ever teach Inherit the Wind in a Christian high school if you were going to come down on the cre- creationists? I had a... Well, we didn't come down on the creationists, but I did have a pretty cool English teacher. Oh, rock on. Yeah. If I, if I had to teach that play and be like, but seriously, everyone needs to be a creationist, I would not teach that play. I'd be like, let's Fuck choose a no. different play. <laughs> yeah. Let's watch, I don't know, God's Not Dead Instead, which is kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> and we can discuss that. It's in Hair of the Wind Part 3. Yeah. Second. Uh... Ari, I know I've told you this before, but when the first God's Not Dead movie came out, <laughs> At the time, at the time, I was I was a musician. Yeah, I was looking for gigs. I was playing. Well, you are a musician, buddy. Um, Don't believe in yourself. Is oh, where a war and a win. Believe in me, who believes in you. Oh, Damn right. You. I did all the music for the podcast, so I guess so. Oh, but, uh, you're in a band. <laughs> you humble motherfucker. Yeah, but you play ukulele and bass. I guess so. You slick fuck. But at the time that the first God's Not Dead movie came out, I was playing bass for a Christian organ, a, co- a Christian college organization. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. Exactly. Like I mean, I feel like it's where I needed to be at the time. Mm-hmm. But past that, when that movie came out, I got thirteen text messages. Oh my god. That said. You did tell me this. I forgot about it. Though. God's not dead. Oof. Oof. And I was just like, okay, I get it. Why did all of you need to text me that? Why couldn't one of you made a group message? Because we all know each other. Yeah. We all know each other. Why can't we just make one group message that just says that? And then we can all be like, hey, thumbs up. Here's a picture of a banana. It's cool. God might not be dead, but... Uh, <laughs> but my fucking text, data sure Yeah, is. text messaging is. <laughs> um, who, buddy. I remember the first time I saw the God's Not Dead trailer, and I was just like, guys, guys, you gotta come watch this trailer. <laughs> to my roommates at the time, I was like, it's fucking nuts. It's their version of Inherit the Wind, except Inherit the Wind is a lot better. Because it doesn't come down against religion. It comes down against people who want to control what other people think. Come watch it, guys. I didn't even know that that movie was coming out. I just got like a whole bunch of texts that said God's not dead. So I Googled it and I was like, oh, I guess it's a fucking movie. It is a fucking movie. It was a very popular movie, too. Yeah, with Ray Wise. They're making a third one. No, Ray Wise isn't until the second one. Oh, he's in the second one. Yes. Okay. Shout out to Ray Wise. Is Ray Wise going to be in the third one? I don't think so. Ray Wise was in an episode of Adam's Ruin Everything, and that threw me off. Really? Yeah. It was an episode about like TV and shit like that, and Ray Wise actually did a tiny blurb about Netflix. Oh. And I was like, okay, Ray Wise is here. He's the guy from Twin Peaks, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Ray Wise, Ray Wise is uh, legitimately dude, dude a fantastic actor. From Twin he's Peaks. He's fucking good. Yeah. From How I Met Your Mother. Amazing um, actor. From, uh, he's from Psych. Yeah, and he's in Psych. 
I don't remember what this show's called, but it's a show where he ba- he plays the devil basically, and he's fucking great. Uh, Twin Peaks. No, not that. <laughs> wow, spoilers for Twin Peaks, Travis. Boom. Also, no, not Twin Peaks. But no, he was in the most recent episode of Tim and Eric's like story. Oh, really? Oh, t- Tim and yeah. Eric's bedtime stories. That thing fucked me up. Yeah, man. He's, um, he's a great actor, and yeah, literally, he does all these like Christian movies. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But the thing is, is that like he is whenever he is in a Christian movie, he is without a doubt the best actor on screen. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent of the time, because he will. It's kind of sad to see his scene partners try to act around him. You know what? No, whatever he is on screen, period. He's the best actor on screen. 100 percent. Like every time. I love Psych and Dulé Hill is an idea that keeps me very warm at night. Dulé Hill is a gem. But when he is on screen with Ray Wise, I'm like, get out of here, yeah. Mr. Hill. Get Mr. Wise is on screen. <laughs> he is acting the shit out of this. Anytime Ray Wise is on screen, it is only Ray Wise. Nobody it else is, matters anymore. Ray Wise is the only person who's important. I, I, and another thing, Ray Wise is another like, oh, hey, it's like, I it's mean, nowadays guy. it's yeah. like, oh, hey, it's that guy. Yeah. He's another one of those guys. He's another um, Mark, Mark Pellegrino. Mark... Yeah. Mark, okay, again, Mark Pellegrino is really only for me, but <laughs> he's but he is. All of Ray us. Wise is one much. of those guys where, like, whenever he's on screen, I'm just like, what a treat! Yeah, what a what treat! What a treat! He what was definitely the. Treat. I went to go see God's Not Dead two in theaters, and he was definitely <laughs> the best part of that movie. No. He was playing a comically evil atheist. If yeah. he had gone, if he had left a scene being like, "Now I've got to go step a puppy's neck," I would not have been surprised. <laughs> now, have you ever seen the Australian Christian film hit? No. Suing the devil. What? Starring what? Malcolm McDowell as the Malcolm devil. Malcolm McDowell as the devil? Yeah, I'm in. You had me at Malcolm McDowell. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so goddamn bad. We're going to have to have a very special episode where we talk about bad Christian movies. Yeah. We should have because an episode where we talk about bad movies. We should. We really should. We combine and all the bad both. Christian movies will be in there. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about some secular bad movies, too. Christians yeah. don't own the bad movie. Yeah, I mean, Man. they definitely don't. I mean, Troll 2 exists. Yeah. I would say... I would, the I Room. Would, the I Room would, exists. I would make the argument that Trolls 2 is a bad Christian movie. Would you? <laughs> yeah, I could do it, too. I can... I can well, yeah, it. you can make the argument, but is it a compelling argument? I can, no, I, I actually, right. as soon as you said that, I was like, okay. You can see it. I can see it. Okay. Have you ever seen it. a telenovela? What? Have you ever seen a telenovela? Yes, Have you yes, ever yes, watched yes. popcorn popping? I thought you said okay. <laughs> yeah, I have all that shit. Hell yeah! But yeah, when no. you said a telenovela, what I heard was a te- Attila, like Attila the Hun, Attila novella, See, and what, I was like, "What are you saying?" That's what, tequila. What that's I heard the was, tequila. I heard Nutella Ovella, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I could go for some some Nutella right now. (laughs) Me too, man. I need some caffeine. We We have some coffee. Yeah, we have coffee. Actually, we need to boil more water for some coffee. Yeah, we do. But no, Trolls 2 is written in such a way that the... Male is written in a like Latin male perspective. The female is written in a Latin female perspe- uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Then the kid is in a little Latin kid. Mm-hmm. That's oh the whole my thing. God! <laughs> exactly. They're fucking eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. Nobody pisses on house hospitality. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy, the dad in that movie, is yes. a dentist in Alabama now? Holy shit! Yeah, there's oh, a documentary really? called Best Worst Movie, and it's yes. about the making of Troll Toad. 
And I can't remember if he's the dad or another character, but he basically, he was like, yeah, I left movies and just became a dentist and now I live in a small town in Alabama. Oh, that's that, awesome. We should go see him one day or something. That's the, he doesn't want to be bothered. primary dentist. That's the best version <laughs> of those who can't teach and those who can't teach become dentists. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> dentists. <laughs> I don't care how long I have to drive. I've had tequila and rum. I've finished my rum drink. Jesus Christ. Are you going to start with Kahlua now? Yes. Kahlua. As soon as you make more coffee. Yeah, we'll probably do that during the break. Yeah. Um, cheese hot, cherry pot. Okay. Um, Do you have any cheese, Liz? Okay. Wait, I want to make something very clear real quick because I hope we have a multi-religious audience. Yeah. I want to make this very, very clear. Yeah. When I say I don't like Christian movies or I don't like bad Christian movies, I'm not trying to shit on Christians. Mm-hmm. In fact, I do like Christian themed things like Trigun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trigun. Trigun's super religious. And Harry and Potter. It was in, well, <laughs> Trigun's more religious than Harry Potter. Yeah, I guess you're right. And the difference between, because there's a lot of like anime that borrows religious symbiology, it's basically it really like does. cultural appropriation. Trigun is a big thing in that. Yeah. Trigun that is, is literally is actually about Christians. Trigun yeah. is massively about Christians. Yeah. And uh Trigun's fucking great. I like a lot of uh gospel music. Yeah. Um it's not bad music, it's just the direction that it's in. Honestly, there's well, a lot pop of pop Christian music I think is pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. There's a lot of like derivative. classic hymns that I really like. They have yeah. great, Those are good. Yeah. Modern Christian music is terrible. Yeah, but a lot of older, like, gospel music. As someone who played bass for churches and Christian organizations that played modern Christian music, it's all terrible. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with the fact that it's Christian. I think we've just proven that things can be Christian and good. Yeah, See, oh, the yeah, problem absolutely. with God's Not Dead is that it's a bad, lazy movie. See, yeah. It does not do anything to make the characters interesting, or if you're not a Christian, a good person. You could replace punk or a Christian with punk 20 years ago, and it would be the same conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just that... It's the same chords not, over and over again. It's the same. Yeah. The Christian music, it's all... Well, actually... It's GCD. If I can take this day. tangent for <laughs> All year. GCD. All day, every day. <laughs> if I can take this tangent I, for a minute, actually, though... Actually, I think it's the... I think it's the outro music is GCD. So... <laughs> the, uh, the intro music is like AD... ADC? Something like that? Yeah. ADC. I'm talking about you. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. ADC is one, two, three. One, two, three. I'm okay. singing a lot in this podcast, y'all, on this episode. Yeah, hopefully we don't get sued. I need to cut, we need to cut the we're not, singing. We're not going to cut anything. No! We're almost too drunk to do this. We really are. But if I can take a tangent real quick, my problem with Christian music specifically has to deal, because I'm, I'm not a musician, so I don't. Like get into the technicalities of like song crafting, right, right, right. But I am a fucking writer, mm. so I can Damn talk right. about some lyrics. Yeah. Oh. Ah! Well, All that's, that's... Christian music is about how great life is. Yeah. And that is just not. There, there are some songs about how great life is that are fucking awesome. Uptown Funk, for example. <laughs> Thanks, you Drake. Yeah. That's not. Um, that's not Drake. That's not is Drake it? at all. Uptown. That's, Bruno Mars, y'all. That's Bruno Mars. What? It's not even Bruno Mars. Yeah, like Bruno a, Mars yeah. sings that song, but it's 
That's my fault for not it's, listening to modern music. I'm we'll sorry. Play it for you. It's, it's someone else. Song. No, it's good. Uh, I'm fine. Mark Pellegrino. I don't no, know. No, Mark Pellegrino is an actor. We've talked about it's him It's someone, someone whose name is Mark. Yes, Mark Ruffalo. No. <laughs> it's not the Hulk either. Not the Hulk. Uh, it's a different guy. No, it's the Hulk. Um, I wish it was the Hulk. I would listen to the Hulk sing uh, Uptown Funk. Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. I knew it started with an R. <laughs> but the yeah, the point of that we're trying to get at is that things can be Christian and good, but a lot of the yeah. Christian movies, at least the ones that I are exposed to, are not good. Yeah. Because they're not well written or acted or directed well. Yeah. And the music for me, thematically, it's just all about how great life is because God's there. Or it's about how life sucked, but then they found God and Jesus. Yeah. And now it's great again. And that is fine for some songs, but would every song you're putting out is like that? It's just like it's just like stop. Uh, yeah. Come on. It's like can we write about like some sadness now? No, there was a where I went like even the songs, even the Christian songs that sound sad are, are exactly like how, yeah. what you talked yeah. about. And because the sad part is when life was shitty. Yeah, when I didn't have Jesus in yeah. my life. See, there was this, when we when I was in high school, I wouldn't say when we were in high school because neither of you went to high school with me. I mean, we, we were all in high school around yeah. the same time. But yeah, we had this thing because I went to a little Christian school. Yeah. We had this thing called Bible schedule and it was usually on Fridays when I was in school. And we would start. I already love this story. We would start the day with this uh, this show, as I would call it, because we would start with songs and then we would end with scripture. Sure. But there was this one band when I was early in my Christian school uh, campaign, as you will. Uh, there were these dudes. They were like four years older with me. They had this song that that went with. It went kind of like a. I like papayas. Like uh, bananas are sweet, shit like that. It had this. Gr- it had well, the lyrics were really cool. They make sense. I'm really drunk, so I can't really do them great right now. Okay, I feel you. But they were buddy. great because uh, I like uh, papayas, bananas are sweet, and like shit like that. But the culmination of this thing was like Jesus's love is sweet, much like the taste of papayas. Oh, yeah. You know, like if you just avoided Jesus, this would be a good song. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a bit of a stretch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Love yeah. isn't yeah. sweet. It's warm. Yeah. Like I mean, love isn't real, so who yeah, fucking cares? It's like a it's like a <laughs> blanket out of the oh dryer. God, Travis. Or Buddy, vaginas. Right? Here's the thing. A like, time that just right, so it wouldn't sound sexist. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> we got you there. It's fine. It's fine. We got it. Yeah. I'm a woman, so basically I get to give you like a pass. <laughs> that's not that's not how that works. That's not true. That's not true. I'm drunk and I timed it right. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> oh, shit. We're all comedians. Timing is our thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you guys want to hear my fav- my dad's favorite joke that is also my favorite dad joke? Yes. yes. Okay. Everyone shut up. No. <laughs> Time. Uh. Are you going to make more coffee? Oh, my God. Is that the <laughs> 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 Ming is everything. Oh my god! Dirt. Is your dad a clockmaker? <laughs> a, clock, a 
clocketeer, as I like to call him. <laughs> clocketeer. Clocketeer. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it no, like it's a cl- not. He's a lawyer. It's, as the Asians would say, that sounds like it'd be a crock of shit. <laughs> Oh, Let's cut oh that. my god! That was racist. I'm so oh sorry. My god. It wasn't racist. It just didn't make sense. It was baffling. You know how like some people have like crazy stereotypes? Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, Polish people. They fucking love coconut. I don't get it. Yeah, like that's shit. Yeah, that's not a real stereotype. Um, Man, white people love bananas. White people love bananas or soup, and as we all know. Is yeah, white people true. love soup. white people love soup. Ari, what's your favorite soup? Oh, God, you're putting me on the spot. I have so many to choose from. Chicken and wild rice. All right, Bam. Ben, what's your favorite soup? I don't have one. Oh, shit. My favorite soup is chicken noodle soup. Ben is the least white of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Ben says, uh, I'm going to choose a soup for you now, Ben. No, I have a few. Minestrone. I, no, oh. that is way wrong. Okay. I have a few. It's my are, least favorite. Too. See, I have like a top three, but I can't pick between. Okay, the three. fact that you have a top three soup means you're whiter than both of us. No, I just because mean, at least we have top one. Yeah, you know when I, you know when I eat soup when it's cold. Yeah, it's not cold yet. Ooh, no, it's I also not. like butternut squash soup. No, that's the whitest butternut. fucking soup I've heard yeah, of. Why no, is it white? that's, that's no. whiter than cra- fucking clam chowder. Tomato. How, how? Tomato soup is the whitest soup. How? No, no tomato bisque. Guys, okay. stop. Tomato bisque is the whitest soup. How are you guys deciding soup. this? I don't know. It's just all. Okay. It's just arbitrary. It's just a feeling. Yeah. It's just a feeling that we I have, have all had separate conversations with our friend Elliot, where we're like, "Yeah, this is the whitest soup." All right, all right. <laughs> you know, like per restaurant, per whatever like meal I'm having. Do you know what soup? lobster bisque? Good guess, but no, miso. Is the one oh, soup I constantly really go delicious. for. Miso soup is good. Because egg drop makes, soup is good too. Egg drop is good, but miso makes me feel better. Ooh. Yeah, I like miso. Miso yeah. gives me a much more like whenever I'm sick, as as few times as I am sick because I am too busy to be sick. I anytime I'm sick, I will eat chicken noodle soup, and it makes See, me feel better. I eat yeah. Egg drop soup and miso soup gives me a similar feeling to chicken noodle soup see Me? i don't eat chicken and wild rice soup because i like creamy chicken and wild rice soup oh and i've just been it's been drilled in my head that when you're sick you don't eat dairy mm. like no matter oh. what you're sick with yeah, i could have no, fucking cancer bullshit. and i'd still be like yeah i can't drink milk <laughs> i don't know it just doesn't you know like, i don't care how sick i am i will drink a glass of milk i will eat a bowl of ice cream I don't give a fuck. I think it's my, like, because I was in choir, and, you know, if you get, like, your throat gunked up. Oh, right, Supposedly right, eating dairy yeah. is just, it gets I mean, gunkier. eating dairy is not great when you're like that, but, yeah. I don't think it's as bad as, like, my choir teacher, like, said it but was. I mean, but I mean, like, if you're in choir and you, need, no. and you need your voice to be, like, in the zone, it's not good. Yeah. But, like, even, get in the zone. Even at that point, like, drinking apple juice and drinking coffee, not good. No, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But there are some things I'm not going to give up no matter how sick I am. Absolutely. Coffee is one of Coffee. them. Coffee. Yeah. Well, the right mace, well, I'm not going to continue down the thing, but the right mace of soup will make me feel really good. Very much like chicken noodle soup will mm-hmm. also make me feel good, but not as good as miso because there's nothing to it. Yeah. It's, it's just a very simple soup. It's yeah, water and just, tofu. Yeah, you just put some water in there. You put some misos it's in there. It's more perfect. complicated than that, guys, but <laughs> fair enough. I've looked at some recipes for miso soup, and I will tell you it's a 
It's tiny a, bit more complicated. It's a smidge more complicated yeah, than that. Yeah, but it's not super complicated. It doesn't right. taste like that. It's True. a little more complicated yeah. than hot water and mushrooms. Yeah, it's very light, yeah. so you can... But, oh, God, it feels so good. It's like It does feel good. I like miso soup because I like seaweed. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, if somebody was like, all right, you have to choose one thing to eat for the rest of your life, seaweed or potato chips, I would choose seaweed. Yeah. You know what? Um, because you can do more so stuff with seaweed. Good. Yeah. Yeah, but they're also just like delicious. Like I just prefer them as a snack. I just prefer seaweed as a snack. Oh yeah, I remember when we first moved in together, you bought those seaweed crisps. Yeah, they're so good. Those are so good. Um Oh shit, really? Yeah. Dang. We even made rice balls with those. Those oh, are fucking did, good. Yeah. I haven't made rice balls in a while. We should do that. We should. Snappity, snappity, snappity. All right. Well, I think you know what, we've talked about a lot of stuff in the first talked hour. About a lot of stuff. Uh, any final thoughts that we want to wrap up before we ask Travis her favorite question? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to ask that question I asked you guys earlier? What was it? That one we were at the restaurant. Before I forgot we what it was. Okay, ask we'll, it. Later. No, we'll skip it. Oh, we'll skip shit. It. Yeah, okay. We've been talking a lot. So. Never talked we have it. talked a lot. And also, I'm not reading anything right now. So. And, and it's a three, I'm glad you remember the question was because it's a three-part question. I don't remember. Next week. Oh, wait. I just remembered yeah. what it was. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. Travis. I think we'll have to save it for next week. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Cause it is good. Now that I remembered what it was, yeah, it's yeah. good. We should do I that. have a backlog Tra- of questions right now that I actually, like, we will get to eventually. Yeah. So I ain't stressed. We're I, becoming a structured podcast. I will say I have something important to ask. What is that? What? To Travis. What's that? Yes! What do you think the episode will be about? All right. I like so Sam and Dean <laughs> go to a casino. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This Please epi- don't do this, this Travis. Episode- <laughs> no, no, do it. This episode's called, called Bugs. Roll with it, baby. Roll with it. Uh, Sam and Dean go to, to a casino. What casino? Any casino. Where? Somewhere in Arizona. Hold on. Yeah. Deep? Hold on. You guys can't hear my deep, beleaguered sigh. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> We're all wearing headphones. We finally all have You guys headphones. can. You guys can. <laughs> I'm talking to our potential listeners no, who we li- are about to lose. No, I'm li- I'm listening to the feed that's going to the listeners. I can hear the sighs. <laughs> the, the pointing and sighs are, oh, baby. <laughs> Sam and Dean go to a casino. What do they do there, Travis? They play some blackjack. Yeah. They play some roulette. Sure. They play some craps. Okay. And then when they're down to their last quarters, they decide to play some slots. Yeah. And they play the slots, and then they win, but instead of a bunch of quarters, a bunch of insects come out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That was long, drawn out, and perfect. Uh, Yeah. Bunch so of that's, bugs. that's what I think is going to happen. All right. Well, let's see. Let's find out. We should get drunk before every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> Travis should. My liver can't take it. Mine uh, can. Go it, on. It can, actually. <laughs> get on my I level, really don't baby. Drink that much. All right. Let's watch this episode. Yeah. All right, so we've got six days to kill these white people. So ideas, people. I need ideas. Well, what if we dig a hole, and if maybe some guy falls in, we can eat him? Like how deep of a hole? Four feet. All right, Jerry, what about you? All right, so we 
get the termites. We get them to chew through the stairs. We trap the family upstairs, and then we set the house on fire. Look, Gary. Uh, my name's Jerry. I don't give a fuck. We only have six days. We don't have time for you to stick your head up your ass. Uh, actually, I'm a cockroach, so my head is already in my ass. And also, when people... Okay, what else? Well, I could see what the spiders are doing. And, you know, if they're not busy, maybe they could hide in her shower head. And then, like, fall on her? How is that supposed to kill her? Shut up, Jerry. This is gold. Keep going. Okay, well, this is my magnum opus. So after we kill the random gas company guy and, you know, the real estate lady... We do nothing for two days. Really build up the suspense. And then on the last day, we wait until midnight. And then we come for them in swarms. Their house, the outside world, their cars, everything. We will blot out the moon with our numbers. When they try to leave, we'll be ready. Attic. What? What, what if they don't leave? What if they just go to the attic? Well, that's ridiculous. Why would they go to the attic? It's like the least protected part of the whole house. They'd probably just go for a closet or something. If anything. Oh, Gary. Seriously ridiculous. So, all right. Welcome back to Drunk Cast. No, welcome guys, back to Drunk Ass Butt. I have hey, bad news. Oh, What's I, your bad news? I drank the rest of the rum. <gasps> it's in this cup. David, you, you Travis. Fuck. Sorry. I'm going to take it from you. Okay. Yeah, steal it. And you're drinking it neat. Also, <laughs> ben has infected you. <laughs> no, you're right. No, here's the thing. If the Coke is cold and the rum is cold, yeah. there's no need for ice. The rum wasn't cold. The rum wasn't cold, but the Coke was, and I'm feel dr- this I'm, drink. I'm too drunk. Is to it care. cold? It, yeah, she's drinking it. It's, cold. Yeah. it's lukewarm. It's not lukewarm. It is lukewarm. It's, it's colder the, than me. The only reason that I it would be lukewarm is because my hand was around it. Also, that's false. This is the oh. episode where I spilled way too much coffee on my shirt. You spilled uh, a lot of coffee on well, your you shirt. Look at all this coffee on my do, shirt. Do you want me to take a picture for? Uh... Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> It's, I just like saying we're gonna put things in the show notes, and we never will. No. One day I'm gonna at, make. I'm at gonna, this point, I don't think we will. I'm gonna reference a bunch of shit in an episode you, and be like, "Oh, we'll put I, it in the show notes." And then I, I, I got a new phone. We're putting this in live focus. All right, cool. Gonna, live focus. Oh, oh shit! God. I don't even know what that means. Uh, my phone has two cameras, and I can make the background blurry and make you not blurry. Wow! It's like playing Skyrim. So yeah, you now must, who's not on the microphone, Travis? There you go, Travis. Not on the microphone. The difference is my microphone has a much higher pickup level than yours does. Well, all right so then. Well, there you everyone go. Everyone could still yeah. hear me. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, guys, we need to talk about the elephant in the room. What's the elephant in the room? This episode. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna drink more. Y'all listening? Drink. Ben. Don't know, but we had like uh, a forty-five minute conversation before we started recording. Yeah, we forty-five like, minutes. It was like an hour. Yeah, yeah we it were was like, a long time. let's talk about anything else. <laughs> do you want to talk about the weather? And it's I, like midnight. Let's I like specific, do it. I specifically didn't record it because I didn't want to listen to it all again. Yeah. <laughs> it 
was a good conversation. It was, it was a good conversation. A, I mean, like, we have good conversations, but I don't think you realize how boring editing a podcast is. Yeah. We have good conversations, but they're good for us. They would not be good for our listeners. I think you got yeah. warmed up. It got it us warmed up for this. So we can do better for our listeners. If it's boring exactly. to me, it's probably boring to our listeners. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So every um, episode you, we've put out is boring. You are essentially <laughs> our audience incarnate, much like... Uh, I don't yeah. know if that's the preferred term. Well, I mean, now that you Audio guys... surrogate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah now word. that you guys have headphones, you can kind of get yeah, it, more of that. It makes me feel like I'm doing a better job yeah. talking into this. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can like... You can play with microphone dynamics a little yeah. bit more. I'm wearing the podcast uniform, so headphones and nothing else. Hey! <laughs> hey My favorite thing to wear to bed? Socks. Ducky. <laughs> and headphones. <laughs> and Ducky. headphones. But no, like, uh, Get us all podcast uniforms. <laughs> Thanks. That, that would just involve Ducky just taking our clothes off. Slowly. Sexually. Hey! Yeah. I do want to fuck Carjo in Skyrim. He's oh a cat person. Oh. Oh I don't want to fuck him personally, but oh. I want my character to get married to him, and that is implied. Oh. Hey. Oh my god. Marrying and fucking is both so understood in Southern America. Welcome to all of our new furry subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hold on. I want to make one thing very clear. Furries are people too. I'd fuck the fox from Robin Hood too. All right. All right I mean, who fucking who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't fuck? You first of all, the fox right. from Robin Hood and Lola sexy. Bunny. Who wouldn't right. fuck both of those? I would fuck Lola. And now I would not fuck Judy the... Hops now that fucking yeah. Zootopia and has come out. Nick from Zootopia. And Nick from Zootopia. <laughs> Basically, almost every character in Zootopia. Please include your gay men, your straight women, and your bisexuals. Everyone. Right? It's all inclusive fucking here at Hey Ass Butt. I'm Ace, and I would, I would fuck every character in Zootopia, okay? Let's right. do it. Well, that's because you're a degenerate. Yeah, you're uh, right. That's <laughs> just nothing to do with him being Ace or a furry. He's you degenerate, degenerate Ace fuck. Also, I'm not a furry. I'm furry adjacent. It's, and we love you. It's still a very important difference. See, you, you, yes. you don't like fucking, you like cuddling. Yeah. There you go. See, that's understandable. You're I like, a cuddler, not a fighter. I like holding <laughs> hands. I'm basically a teenager from the 50s. And you know what? If you're having sex with I still it listen is to a jazz like music. I, I've seen you, Travis. I can agree to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Travis slicks back his hair every morning. He carries I a don't do it every him. morning. He drives in greased lightning. <laughs> he drives a Thunderbird. <laughs> he wears a bomber jacket every day. You guys are putting out a. He drinks malts exclusively of yeah, shakes. Okay. He exclusively drinks malts. I do like malts. <laughs> They're tasty. No, that's oh, all you guys had Ovaltine. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, that was also the last time he had yeah. sex. Uh, <laughs> and we support that, Travis. We're very proud of you. Ni- um, yeah. 1954 with this lovely broad named Gertrude. Yeah. I mean, sex oh. isn't real, so it doesn't matter. Over yeah, a, over exactly. A, it's all a, a figment of your imagination, Travis. I wouldn't stress. Yeah. Over a chocolate You're too malt blessed to be and stressed, a piece of Travis. pie. Yeah. Piece of pie with an egg on top. Was it her pie? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope. We're getting off topic. Guys. I'm sorry. We've got to talk about the episode. You know, Ducky's Ducky's fur is very, like, it reminds me of bird feathers. Travis. Okay. (laughs) All right. Travis. All right, because I'm not going to be the one to explain this episode. I'm very glad. Yeah, you explained last time. Yeah, all right. I will say this. Oh, no, fuck it. I'll wait. Who's explaining the episode? My vote is Ari. Why? What? Why me? It's your turn. Yeah, is it, is it your, my turn? It I is feel your like turn. I do it a lot. Okay, fine, fine, fine. No, you do it the least. What? No, actually, hang on. You ben, do it the least. Ben does it the least. I do it the most, but I do it wrong, and then you guys correct me. You're right. Okay, you're right. That, that was right, literally why we started doing this podcast. Quick. Yeah. Okay, let me sum up the episode real quick. 
All right. So cold open. Cold open. There Sam and Dean go to a casino. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn it, I want to get through this tonight. Okay. It's going to be tomorrow by the time we get done with this. I still really want to watch you hockey show, guys. I want to get through that term. The We've term got 11 minutes before it's tomorrow. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it's not as late as I thought it was. That's good. It's later okay. than it is for me. So, yeah. cold open. There are these two guys, and they're from a gas company. And they're surveying this area that is being developed. Yeah. And one of them falls into a hole. What kind of hole? A hole in the ground. I think they call like it a sinkhole. Stanley a Yelnitz sinkhole. hole. Like a sinkhole. Hey. Like it just, he just stepped five five. and then fell down. Five. <laughs> five by five. Hole. I hate you fucking guys. I'm not gonna, I regret doing this. So he, he falls into a sinkhole and his buddy's like, I'm coming. Oh, his buddy's name is Travis. Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> I, Don't I wear enjoyed, it up. I enjoyed that. Oh. And uh, the guy, the guy who fell in the hole, his name is Dustin. So I knew he's a guy like, named Dustin. Let's, oh yeah, my God. Is this, po- is this episode about you? Is he dead? Is Dustin gone? I, I mean, I haven't talked to him in like five years. So I knew a maybe. guy named Dustin and he's alive. So I knew a guy oh, named yeah. Dustin and he was kind of a prick. All right. Well, cool. Dustin's fucking the new Todd's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The Dustin I knew was a nice, nice enough guy. No, but there's, there's so well. Travis is like, I'm going to go get rope. I'm coming, buddy, because he falls like two feet and can't just stand out of the hole. Like yeah. it is not very deep, but well, um, is it, did he fall in head first or feet? First? No, no, no. He, he broke, broke his, his ankle. He broke his ankle. That's why uh, he couldn't get up. And then while yeah, Travis yeah, yeah. is getting the rope, Dustin's like, what are all these fucking bugs doing on me? <laughs> oh, my God. They're eating me. They're going to eat <laughs> Travis, too. Ah! <laughs> Just wiggles around and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Travis comes back, and he's fucking dead. It took him like two seconds to get eaten to death by bugs. Yeah. yeah. Those motherfuckers well, weren't fucking Brandon, around. Yeah. Travis took weight. That's so weird to say. Yeah, yeah Travis, Travis, you took, took way too long getting those goddamn getting ropes. Yeah, he took way too long to get a rope. Like, if I had to go get a rope, I would have already known where the rope was. Yeah, and you would have brought the exact opposite thing. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I would have brought. I, I would have brought a stepladder. <laughs> Which actually makes more fucking sense and is more useful, even with a broken ankle. I, yeah. We're gonna talk about it. I have issues. All right. But anyway, so even. cut to y'all. Spoiler alert: This episode is real stupid. Yeah, it's bad. Cut, cut to Sam, Sam and, and Dean at a casino. At a, they're not at a casino. <laughs> they're at a bar, and Dean is hustling. And they're in a casino bar. And Sam, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam is like, God, I wish we didn't have to do this. It's because of our shitty upbringing. And Dean is like, I will defend our father to my last word. Yeah. Which is the thorough line of this episode. It's Season. about bad dads. This whole season's about bad dads. It really bad dads. is. The, first, the whole show is about bad dads. The, no, the whole show. The no, whole show. you have No, I will fight you on this. No, I will fight you. The on whole this show up to like Later. season five. There you up go. Up to season seven. <laughs> yeah, there's thirteen seasons. I know, but I'm there's saying six more seasons. And the majority of them are about bad dads. But look, we're getting off topic. God damn it, I'm getting through the seven. <laughs> Okay. Blows. So it's not as bad as the drowning one, though. It's not as no. The drowning one was bad because it was boring. This is bad because it's fucking nuts. Well, I will. This is why this episode is bad. It's all rising. Also, yeah, and the climax is stupid. Yeah, and it makes no fucking sense. We're gonna get there. There's no culmination there. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I don't feel like we are. We are. (laughs) Oh. I'm about to steer this ship. I'm gonna steer this fucking ship. All right, if and you I will don't, drag you along with me. If you don't, no one will. <laughs> You're right. 
this podcast will just be you two dicking around. And I'm going to be like, hey, guys, let's talk about the episode, please. Right. Okay, so cut to Sam and Dean. At a casino. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sam's like, hey, this guy's brain melted, and they think it's Mad Cow. And Dean's like... Oh, yeah. What year did that episode come out? <laughs> 2005. Very so it was, big it was time for Mad Cow. Yeah. yeah, it was in the zeitgeist. And, uh, yeah, Dean was like, Oprah and... Uh, <laughs> Isn't that a show? I saw that on Oprah, right? Um, and Sam's like, I mean, I don't fucking know. It's probably not Mad Cow because that takes years to set in. Like Months your brain just doesn't years. melt in two seconds. Yeah. yeah, unless acid is involved or bugs. Yeah, Sam's like, yeah, they say he died within the hour. Uh, he died within five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Hours um, a strong term. Yeah, an hour is generous. It was an yeah. Oklahoma hour, so there's not much going on. There. Fair enough. Because it's so, all flat and boring. Yeah. Much like my middle school girlfriend. And there's nothing to do. <laughs> rude. Rude. Wow. She doesn't deserve this. She had to put up with you. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that was damn. a good one. Thank I'll give you bones in that one. Boo. Wow. So, uh, Sam and Dean are like, all right, let's fucking look into this. Dean's like, I don't know. It's pretty thin. You know, there's not a lot. <laughs> okay. Why on earth was that funny? Middle school girlfriends, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> So Dean um, and Sam go there. They meet up with Travis and Travis. And they're like, so bad cow. And Travis is like, I mean, I guess I'm not a fucking doctor. Yeah. So maybe you go talk to him. But he and then Travis was like, if it's not mad cow, then what is it? And Sam and Dean are like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it was bugs. Um, So they drive to the casino, the development. Did you hit him or something? So they drive to Casino. Fuck. <laughs> they drive. I did it. I did it. I did the thing. So they drive to the development where the guy died. It's a it's a housing development. They're building some suburbs, and they come across uh, this like opening day. Come check out our houses, barbecue. Meet the neighborhood. Nobody else lives there except for like the developer, his family, and the casino. And God damn it. The realtor, who, by the way, basically introduces herself to the brothers by being like, hi, I'm going to live forever. Uh, are you guys gay? Cool. You're not? Oh, Fine. Oh, yeah. That's, that. enough, that's a running joke throughout the series is people are like, yeah, look at these two them. queers. Like, yeah. 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 Um, because Sam and Dean decide to go investigate, and they meet the developer who... Uh, is not important and doesn't have a name. Um, Larry? Larry. And <laughs> Larry! Because uh, he's, he's like, basically yeah, like, we cater to any race, color, creed, or sexual orientation. Yeah, and not only that, but like, so I think we've mentioned this before, but we watched the episode with the captions on because like I'm hard of hearing. Yeah. And it's just good to know, like it's sometimes it's hard to tell what they're saying. And we were pretty and, drunk. And, yeah. and we were pretty drunk this episode. But so in... The captions, they were like race, creed, or like race, uh, race, age, ellipsis, sexual orientation. Hey. Both times, like, hey, and, hey. And Sam nudge, and Dean are basically nudge, like, nudge. oh, we're related. And Larry might as well go, it won't matter. Yeah, because <laughs> they're in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Where that's because, fine. No, I was, gonna, I was referencing the fandom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's kind of weird, right? Accept it now. It's yeah. gonna happen. It's fine. Well, that's that's so, like one of my favorite jokes. Is like incest. Why well, go down the street when you can go down the hall? Oh, God. oh uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean that's uh, how some people feel. 
and they ship it. They ship it hard, and you know what? They do them. Uh, they ship not it real like people, two, and I don't care. They ship it like expedited one day shipping. They mm-hmm. ship it like UPS. Yeah, they they ship it like they got Amazon Prime. Hey, yeah, they ship it. Um, yeah. but uh, ship it real good. So the other important thing about this scene is that they meet Larry's son, who is into bugs, and also is not important enough to have a name. What was his name? Matt. Kyle? Matt? His name Steve? was Matt. There's a lot of he boring had, names. Yeah, generic yeah. white names is like, the yeah. other uh, name this might episode might as well be. It's it's a housing development on a Native American burial ground. It's not going to be like Kumar or <laughs> Jamal. It's going to be Kyle, Stephen, and Matt. Yeah. yeah. Even the wife's name. I think her name was, I don't know, Matt? Jean. Janine. Yeah, Janine. Oh, God yeah. damn. Yeah, this bitch was French. Like... So, anyways, right after that scene, uh, Sam and Dean decide to squat. And oh, and oh, while this is happening, like Matt, the bug kid, has a bad relationship with his dad. I'm calling him the bug whisperer. Matt, the bug whisperer, has a bad relationship with his dad. And Sam relates to this because John Winchester is an awful human being. And uh, Dean, of course, has a problem with it because he hero worships his dad. So, like, the thorough line through the episode is Sam being like, Hey, kid, it's going to be okay. Like, you're going to go to college. Mm. I get that you don't get along with your dad. It's fine. And um, Dean's like, what the fuck are you saying? You should be listening yeah, to your family. Dean's what like, hey, doing? you should stick with your family. Yeah. And Dean is wrong and Sam is right, but we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> That's another episode entirely. Yeah, we're going to get, the, we're going to talk about that a yeah. lot. But uh, we got 13 seasons so far. Yeah, we oh got, we God. got time. So um, Sam and Dean squat in a house, and they're like mm. arguing and bickering back and forth. And while this is happening, Realtor Lady gets murdered by by rubber C- spiders. By CGI rubber, rubber spiders. spiders. Yeah, so they come out of her uh, fucking like drain spout in yeah. her shower, yeah. and they murder her to death. They turn. They, they go from to CGI death. spiders yeah. to rubber spiders real yes. quick. Real Sam quick. and Dean investigate, and they pull up a towel, and some rubber spiders fall out. They're like, <laughs> they're like oh, these it's fucking fu- bugs again. Fucking spiders. So I they're can't like, it. hmm, maybe the bug whisperer has something to do with this. <laughs> so they go, and they talk to him, and he's <laughs> like, no, I don't have anything to do with this, but e- you want to see something crazy? Even yeah. even better, they follow his school bus, which yeah, they don't they follow. follow him. They're in front of it. And then they, they pull confront it. a child. No, they like the school bus is coming one way. They're coming the exact opposite way. And they're like, that's not his house. That's the forest. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck did they get in front of that school bus? I don't know. Magic. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. But uh, so they follow him. They confront a child about being a possible murderer, which if I were that kid, I'd be like, cool. Uh, I need a fucking buddy because <laughs> yeah. I'm being threatened right now. I need an adult. But he's very chill about it. He's like, oh, cool. I just understand you've implied that I've killed several people. But yeah. come check out this weird bug but place. Because I know you relate to me and my dad issues. Yeah. I'm going to show And you also will possibly worms. believe me. About these bugs that are like communing. Yeah, he's like. And currently... where are the bugs communing? On an unmarked grave. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he's holding a praying mantis, and he's like, "Yeah, that doesn't explain the bees. That doesn't explain the earthworms. I don't fucking." Also, remember. And Sam and Dean were like, "Oh yeah, we should have listened. To, we should have. We should have thought about this for five seconds, uh, uh, like, and we would have realized that you possibly couldn't have murdered everybody. Because yeah, that's the, the guy who fell the in the hole. Dustin died because a bunch of beetles, yeah. I guess, crawled into his ear, ate his brain. Very reasonable fear to have. Like beetles are wont to do. Um, and then the uh, person who." Uh, came out and broke land. He died because of bee stings. 
Oh, shit, yeah. Or like a sur- – I guess he wasn't the person who broke land, but he was a surveyor, and he died because of bee stings. Yeah. And then realtor lady who was originally going to live forever but died very early in the episode, yeah. it was spiders. So, yeah, if Sam and Dean had been like, wait, how is the bug whisperer doing all of this? Then, yeah, they would have they would have thought their way out of that. But they would just come to him from help instead of being like, hey, asshole. It's good that they have an ally yeah. because he leads them to an unmarked grave where they find a bunch of skulls. I wonder what this could possibly be. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a Native American burial ground. Yeah, that would be insane. Yeah. That's never shown up in a horror movie before. Nope. So they go to meet this anthropology professor, and the anthropology anthropology professor is like, oh, definitely a Native American burial ground. This is an ancient Indian burial ground, and you know what that means. And then they go to a reservation. Yeah. (laughs) And like... They go to a res. A lot of this episode, when we're doing our breakdown, is going to be... Taking place in a casino. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Travis, I'm going to throw this Irish spring at you. Oh, that's my soap. Yes, it is. Yeah. You're going to smell good after that. I'm going to smell real good. Um, But basically, like, okay, we're all white. Yep. And we are. If you didn't already know. Yes. Right. And you're going, we're going to be critiquing a show which has decided to portray Native Americans through a white lens for white people. Yeah. So just going to put out that little disclaimer because we're going to talk about it. That's the disclaimer noise I did. That's very good disclaimer noise, Travis. So. Uh, they go to go to an Indian reservation and they meet a wise old Indian man. And uh, he's basically like, okay, uh, Calvary came in about 200 years ago. They slaughtered all my ancestors for six days. And as the chief of the you know town or the village was dying, he basically looked up to the sky and was like, no whiteies here. Yeah. And now that the developer's family have moved in. Now that whiteies are coming in. For six days, mm-hmm. bugs have been attacking them and killing them. Yeah. So they go back to the house and they're like, hey, get off the fucking land, Larry. Get out of here, Larry. Larry. But the bug whisperer, ha- whisperer has been like, hey, I've been trying to tell dad about this. And he's like, hey. Fuck you, Sam and Dean. Get out of here. Yeah, and Larry's like, I'm not going to listen to you. My family will be totally fine. I don't know what universe I live in. Yeah. And alas, the bugs have come. The bugs have come. Midnight on the last night. If they can make it till sunrise, they will be fine. Yep. So they go into the house. The bugs come into the house by, like, going down the flume, the chimney flume. They come down the flume. The termites eat holes in the ceiling. Yes, they go up to the al- attic and the termites just like, the worst place to go during this whole fucking thing. Okay, we're going to talk about it. Let me get through this because we're going to talk about it. And then they go up to the attic and they try to fight off the bugs. It's not working. They're being swarmed. They're just cuddling together. It's their last moments on this earth. And what happens? The sun rises and everything's fine. The bugs go away. They've survived the six days. So the developer's like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He moves his family off, and now he and his son have a good relationship because his dad believes in supernatural bugs. And Sam and Dean not really resolving the issues that they have yeah. concerning their father, which, fair, it's very early. Uh, but they drive away and um, well, it kind of fits go off they, to the next thing. They never really resolve that problem in the first season. You know, I don't think you can resolve that problem yeah. this which, early on. Which it takes I years guess of therapy. That's a hell of an allegory is what yeah. they're doing this episode. That being said. All right, let's talk about this. why this episode was bullshit. Yeah. Uh, where do we want to start? 
from, let's start at the beginning. I'm going to tell you guys the first, very first note I wrote down. What, right. what was your very first note? Was Developers it? in Oklahoma. Well, you know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> I to the casino? Was like, oh, Native American and burial ground. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, cursed land. All right. It's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. What, Travis, did you have any uh, thoughts or questions about this episode? Um, this is your introduction. Like, you are eight episodes into this massive show. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel so far? I feel like I'm pretty good at roulette. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Travis. <laughs> what about craps? I'm kidding. Not I'm, as good. I'm, I'm Not kidding. as good. Yeah, because it's a, it's, it's a game of craps. No yeah. one's good at craps. Exactly. Oh, my second note, by the way, was when Dustin falls in the hole. My second note was, is your ankle boss a wood? <laughs> yeah. Because he breaks it. He doesn't get a sprain. Yeah, no, by the way, this it? hole is like at most five feet deep. Yeah. Which, yeah. okay, falling from five feet, not cool. You can roll your ankle and do some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. But man. But it's not going to like, you're not going to break your ankle and you're not going to bleed from breaking your ankle from five feet unless you like. Unless you're being attacked by unless, supernatural bugs. Unless, yeah, I guess And so. holding cinder blocks above your head or something. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, but like he basically, <laughs> he's getting attacked by bugs and he's just laying there. And I'm like, dude, stand up. Yeah. Like you could with some like. You could try to crawl out of this hole. I feel you like could attempt. I feel like we're gonna get tweeted at and be like, uh, "I actually fell five feet and broke what? both my ankles." So. And, what, and happens, was it tagged by sorry, beetles? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm I'm not sorry. Your uh, bones are made of balsa wood. Drink <laughs> drink more fucking milk. Eat some jalapenos. Don't do milk. Stay in drugs. <laughs> don't yeah. do. I don't remember what the third thing is. I don't remember the third part uh, of the joke. Leave school. Leave school. Leave school. <laughs> Get out, of, get out of school, man. <laughs> Don't do milk, stay in drugs. And, get um, and then my third note, I'm just going to go through this and then let Ben talk a bit. Uh, oh, shit, so they get to the idea. hole and Dean and Sam are like, okay, we got to investigate who's going to go down there. And Sam's like, fucking it. you. Yeah. And then Dean's like, oh, okay, you a pussy? And basically toxic masculinity is why Sam got in the hole. Like, <laughs> you mean Dean? No, Sam get into it, get into it eventually because yeah. oh, Sam's oh, no, that's right. yeah, like, let's in. flip a coin, and they flip it, and Sam catches it in midair and is yeah. like, "I'm going," yeah. because yes. Dean insulted his, you know, his manliness. Yeah. So Sam's basically, what I'm saying is, Jendo Akari could have gotten Shinji and the robot much easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to bring Ray out in front of him. He just would <laughs> be like, "What are you a fucking pussy, Shinji?" Hey. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. You're going to get in the hole of that. Yeah, basically. So um, that's, that's uh, yeah, I've got a couple of notes on this episode. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think, Ben? All right. All right. Here's why I don't like this episode. It's not as bad as the Drowning Kid episode because at least the Drowning Kid, well, I don't know which one I prefer. I would, wa- I would watch, if I had to choose between this episode, the Drowning Kid episode, or certain That's death. episode three, Dead in the Water. Yeah, if I had to choose between episode three, Dead in the Water, or episode eight, Bugs, or certain death, I would go with a forty-five caliber caliber bullet. <laughs> oh my god, I would but, choose Bugs <laughs> over certain death. But no, and uh, I would choose Bugs over Dead in the Water too. That was a joke mainly, but still, like, here's the problem. Mostly because this episode didn't drag on for a moment. Well, it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, it goes yeah. by very quick. But yeah, because that's well, that's the one thing I don't like about it is because it didn't feel like forty five minutes. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Like we were almost done with the episode, and I was like, I didn't realize this episode was only. It felt like twenty minutes, minutes right? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's well, Ben. Or, oh. Yeah. Do you want to go into it? Um, yeah, I'll jump into it. Uh, this, much like the film Lucy, have very similar problems. 
and that it's it's all rising action. Mm-hmm. It really and is. And the climax and, is 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. And that's there's no culmination. There is no, hey, there is no closure of the episode. Mm-hmm. It's just things somehow fix themselves, yeah. which is not a good ending. Well, it's worse than me trying to have sex. Hey. hey. I'm trying to think. I am You're literally <laughs> I am literally trying to think right now of an for you, example buddy. where the main character, the protagonist, solves the problem by just standing around and it's a good satisfying ending. Because uh, Far Cry 4 Oh well, my I God. don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> is a, it a video game? It's a video game. Yeah. You, if, uh, if I feel you, like then that's not the ending. No, no, if you're no, controlling it's, it's the a, character. It's a, it's a joke ending. Or okay. It's mainly a joke because literally you can, you have two choices with that game. Mm-hmm. One, you can run around and actually fight the the uh, dictator, or the game is like, hey, like one of the characters around you when you first start the game is like, hey, if you stand around here for like 10, 15 minutes, I'll get you your mother's ashes, ashes, uh, some of her like personal effects and you're good to go if you wait that 10 15 minutes that character comes back with your mother's ashes and personal effects and you get a game over screen what because yeah. that's how the, yeah uh, there's, there's a moment like that in uh the first in both portal games yes there's a moment where you can be like okay i just won't do anything and then the game ends all right yeah. bring it back guys uh <laughs> no but yeah so okay i'm trying to think that's of like a bad. satisfying ending where the oh, protagonist yeah, no, no. there is does no there is not no a satisfying thing. ending like it's it's a, it's the end of it's the end of the first twilight book where Bella just lays around, can't even fucking see. Yeah, she's right, basically let's, unconscious. Let's bring it back. And it's just like you're hearing the climax happen, and that's what happens in this episode. Up yeah. until now, we're used to Sam and Dean being very active. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I don't think there's a single episode that happens because the 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 you know the solution is always somebody doing something. Right. It's either a personal sacrifice, or it's salting and burning the bones, or it's breaking a mirror. Yeah. This time it was literally just. We, all we need to do is survive. Yeah. We well, don't and, need and, to and, fight and anything. The There's shortest, nothing we can do. I don't know if this was editing. I don't know if they just didn't get across that time had passed very well. Well, I do know that's the reason. Sam and Dean get to the house at 1130. Yeah. In about 10 seconds, 30 minutes pass. It's midnight. It's midnight. And the bugs are on the way. And they're trying to get Larry and Janine and, and Matt out of there. The, the bug whisperer. <laughs> the bugs are on the way. And they're just like, all right, get in the fucking house. And at midnight, the bugs come. They do and then all they the arrive. shit in the downsides of the house where the bugs get in through the fume. They go up to the attic. Again, from our perspective, as a viewer, not much time has passed. Yeah, like it's maybe 45 been, seconds have it's passed. It's maybe yeah. been maybe a minute. five minutes. If that. If yeah, that. If that. Yeah, I think I'm being generous. Yeah. They try to fought off the bugs after the termites... Um, you know, burrow a hole into the house mm-hmm. and get in through the attic. They try to fight off the bugs. Which all they're doing to fight them off is... Dean's got a can of Raid that of he's basically raid? turned into a flamethrower. Yeah, and he's yeah. like holding a lighter it's in front of it. Raid. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's let's. Uh, I, I can't they, not talk about this. Let's talk well, about why going to the fucking attic is the well, worst idea let me in finish this situation. This, let me finish oh, this stage real quick yeah, about yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They huddle together, and again, it is at this point... Maybe, maybe 1210. Yeah. It is maybe 1210. They huddle together for a couple of seconds and then the sun comes up. How did, what happened? Night 
past. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. And that's part of what makes it so dissatisfying is that they barely had to do anything and then the situation got solved for them in a way that makes no fucking sense. Maybe yeah. it was actually no time passed. Maybe it was actually 12 noon and it was so dark because yeah, the bugs were, were blotting out the sun. Yeah, I guess. And they were going through a fucking eclipse or something. Yeah. Like, it was fucking Actually, crazy. it was so dark in that casino they didn't know what time it was. God damn it. <laughs> they didn't even know they were in a casino. That's how dark it was. It looked like a house. but yeah, uh, they didn't know they were playing Bill Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't put clocks in casinos for that reason. Yeah. And they uh, pump a whole bunch of oxygen in, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's, I mean, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. what a bad editing. If it was if it was an editing issue, I, fire that editor. Yeah. Like. I don't even think it's editing. I think it's just poor story it's architecture. Just, yeah, it's poor story. Yeah. It's poor storytelling because this is so far. Like, even though I prefer this episode to Dead in the Water. Yeah. Quite frankly, that ending is insulting. It is insulting to my intelligence. The you thought you could get that past me, Supernatural? How dare you? I will say this. Some of the special effects in this episode are pretty cool. Not the spiders, Not but the spiders. Not the spiders, Most but other like, things. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing I really appreciate about this episode, and I truly mean this, is the fact that it feels like only 25 minutes has passed. Yeah, thank now, God. In yeah. Dead in the Water, it feels like a full-length feature film. Yeah, we felt like we were there for days. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I uh, will say with Dead in the Water, we talked more through that episode. Oh, God, yeah, we did. Because it just felt like it was going on forever. And Bugs, we did we did talk a little bit, but not that badly. There's, yeah, no. I think there's a shitty uh, sci-fi film. I think it's called Mausoleum. Where it's very similar to Dead in the Water, where it just feels like years have mm-hmm. passed while watching this movie. But like something like uh, I'm not saying Arachnophobia is a bad movie, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like a B plus A minus film. It doesn't feel like an hour and a half has yeah. passed. It feels like maybe 45 minutes, much like this episode. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you think it went so fast because we were all drinking? No, I, I think I think this was the best way to watch this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you if you if you're watching Supernatural for the first time through and you're like looking for tips, uh, drunk is a good way to get through the first few seasons. I think we actually mentioned that in the first episode. Yeah, we <laughs> were like the best way to get through this is to drink. Yeah. I actually, I actually, and now we are here. I felt pretty sober watching the episode, and it did yeah. go by very quick. And I do yeah. think it's because of poor story structure. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is weird because I feel like they figured out the problem very early in the episode. But again, oh, I yeah. just think it went by so fast. Yeah. I mean, like, I kind of wish I could watch the episode again. I'm not going to. Mm. No. But I kind of wish we had watched the episode, like, with the timestamp visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because maybe it would have felt like not as fast. But at the same time, I don't know. But at the same you... time, I think it's a blessing that it, it seems to yeah. go yeah, yeah, by so fast. If it had felt like it lasted the 44 minutes yeah whatever a broadcast hour actually is for a show yeah if it had lasted that full time or dead in the water which feels like even longer yeah i would have been like you just watched that instead of the episode (laughs) yeah Yeah, i i would have been like okay we get it it's fucking bugs can we just go gamble some money please i I felt like asking you guys what could have sam and dean have done to like i guess block bugs from coming but the only thing that comes to mind is like salt and burn the bones which I, I don't get. know. I don't think that would have worked because it was a curse, not a ghost. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I would have given it a Big shot. Maybe. Yeah. Like I think. Well, I really think. Well, one I, of them I think they like they found this burial mound. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it was. 
I think it was one of very many burial mounds. Right. Possibly. So I don't think there was any possible way that they could salt and burn every single bone. Well, I think actually legitimately what the problem is, is that the writers had two options. Okay. When you got to the house and Larry had it left in time. Yeah. They could have either, when they went inside the house... They could have either been like, okay, everybody got some rain jackets on or something. Great. We are running out to the cars. They, the cars were literally like, I think Larry's was in the driveway, not yeah. a very far walk. And they were in the attic for a good, you know. Eight hours? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they were, presumably, they were in the attic being attacked by bugs for eight hours. And they all survived. <laughs> yeah. So, hypothetically, they could have made the three-second walk to the car and been fine. Yeah. But then the episode would have been over too early because, oh, we're just going to drive away. Problem solved. Also not a very satisfying ending. That would have been the same but ending. But it would have made more sense. It would have been literally driving off into the sunset. Right. But it would have been, like, if I were in that situation, that's what it, I would have done. So they had to go the other option, which is stay in the house, which is dumb. Yeah. But then the episode would have been over and we wouldn't have had anything else to go. Yeah. You could so, have had... But they wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah. Because there's no way to defend yourself against a swarm of bugs if you can't run away from it. It would have been really cooler is if like the they got in the cars. Yeah. And they drove off. And, and then the, the bugs follow them, maybe? The bugs chase them. Yeah, They're and there like, was like a chase scene or something. They just drive yeah. off. Which I mean admittedly eight hours, that's a long time. But it would have been more interesting than yeah. what happened for sure. Yeah. But they but the writers wrote themselves into a corner where they were like, There's nothing we can do against these bugs. I guess we have to Deus ex machina, the sun comes up eight hours early. Thank God. Yeah, something like that. So, Ben, you wanted to talk about why the attic is such a terrible idea? Yeah. All right. Uh, A. All right. When it comes down to it, you got termites. They are bugs. What is an attic? But a whole lot of... A giant nest for termites. It's just a termite snack. Exactly. It's just a snack of termites. They they have to break through like a single layer of house and be able to get to Yeah, because there's not like any... uh, Wait, puff. There is there's insulation, but you're oh. standing on it because you're in the fucking attic. Oh, thank you, Carpenter Ben. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. You're welcome. Uh, but no, uh, sure. Like some places, if they wanted to be more secure, and you, if you want to use your attic for like stuff, mm-hmm. you're gonna have insulation up there. But in that house, as you could see, it didn't have the insulation because it was a new house. So they should have yeah. gone to like the basement or something. Basement's also a bad idea oh, because of mind. because of worms and shit like that because they could all like band <laughs> together and crawl to you. The best place to be would have been in like the middle of the house in like a bathroom. Y'all got to do is like stuff up the drains and shit. Mm-hmm. Or and, like, like a closet. Exactly. Where you have just like one line that you put a towel down. Yep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like seriously, that. I would rather deal with a horde of worms, like a swarm of worms, adorable. <laughs> a swarm I, of like Flying monsters, not but, cool. But still, like, you I mean, <clears throat> but worms are like squishy, and then they'll get on you, and then you're like, yeah, but they're yeah. not gonna like eat me. I mean, did y'all go fishing as kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, because that's gonna be like, yeah, our you weren't worm- the only good old Southern boy at this table. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I said that. You're right. Up. I'm the Yankee of the group. <laughs> yeah, carpetbagger. Yep. But you're no, from Texas. Uh, yeah, but before Texas, we were from New York. Yeah, but you were born in Texas. I was born in Texas, but the rest of my family is from New York. Oh, by that logic, uh, oh, I am from, a Yankee because my mom's from Maryland. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. The yeah. point is is that the North won, the South lost, and we just have to get over it. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, 
The South won't rise again because our bad backs. Yes, economy <laughs> shit. Yeah. All right. And uh, so let's talk about. If you're, are you done with the attic? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Because that's basically good it. points all around. Well, and the you know that well, I have one more thing, and okay. like, it proves itself in the episode. Uh, the sp- the spinny fan thing. I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, uh, that's a giant ass hole that bugs just have to pop. Oh yeah, up, like and the, then they all come in. Yeah. Yeah. The ventilation shaft. Yeah. yeah. I guess Dean and Sam have never, because their childhood, they'd never had to deal with like bugs. Yeah. So they weren't Only like much more dangerous things. Yeah, but like <laughs> they're they're. I'm telling you, it's a hole in their defense because they're up against bugs and they're like, fuck. Oh, oh god, we have a flamethrower can of raid. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't get uh, banned from the casino for that. <laughs> boo. Boo. <laughs> I thought we left it behind. Nope. I think I think you need to, I don't know, fold on the casino jokes. If this follows us into the next episode, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm taking you down, Travis. You think I can't do it? I'm spindly. Yeah. I think I defeated... Travis with the casino jokes with the casino pun. Yeah. I'm gonna stand good, on the joke. Defense. All right. I might ben. hit. <laughs> I'm go all in with the casino puns. <laughs> what? It, I, I don't know enough about poker. It's a flush. Your casino puns are a royal flush, Travis. That that means down the toilet. Oh well. Okay. Yeah, that works. It's a double pun. It's two and one. Oh my god. <laughs> You're gonna have to hold them. To your chest. I'm going to need more booze if y'all are going to do this. <laughs> no, no, never again. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about, um, we can leave Travis for now because he starts drinking again. Oh, God. We're all... Oh, my God. Ah! Okay. Um, I want to talk about their fight that they had. The Oh, the fight about their dad. Yeah, the fight yeah. about their dad because um, we talked about, like, that doesn't get resolved this episode. No, well... Which I wouldn't expect it to, yeah. which we said earlier. Because that's like one of those main, it's one of those big problems that's supposed to last the entire season. Right, right. Or the entire show. I get it. Exactly. Well. Um, close to the entire show. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, um, so basically what they argued about, uh, Sam keeps being like, hey, bug whisperer. It's going to be okay. Like, you're going to be able to go to college. College is awesome. Like, you don't have to sit around your dad, who honestly doesn't seem like that bad a dad. Like, yeah. okay, we don't see the whole picture. Yeah. And it sucks that he doesn't, like, get on his son's level. But his son's level is obsessed with bugs. Well, that just means the kid's going to be, what, a, uh, is it entomologist? Yeah, something like that. No, I'm not, okay, I'm not trying to shit on people who like bugs. That's not what I'm going for here. But what I'm saying is, like... The first time we see his dad get exasperated at him, he is literally trying to scare the shit out of somebody with a tarantula. Now, that being said, uh, going back to like the dad being pissed off at the son, I think it's really funny because the dad is a real estate agent and yeah. the kid wants to be like a scientist because you know how you go into real estate school? By not being, a, by failing at college? No, by failing out of dental school. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, you apologies to all our real estate listeners. Yeah, because you get out, of, you get out of dental school, or you get into dental school because you failed out of regular doctor school. Oh, Ben, so mean. <laughs> we need dentists. You need a dentist. Is what I'm saying. Roll time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, we don't really see the dad be a piece of shit. Like, okay, he's exasperated um, because his son's trying to prank the lady with a tarantula and he doesn't like get his son. I totally understand him not believing that supernatural bugs are coming to destroy the house. Like that is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that is even for supernatural, even for supernatural. It's a, okay, I have to leave now. Are you telling me I'm responsible for all these deaths because of an ancient curse that's been put on the land? All right then. But, um, what I'm getting at is that I think Sam is projecting. Yeah. Like, he's, like, instead of being, like, you should try to work it out with your dad because he doesn't seem like a total asshole. Sorry he didn't believe. With, like, what teenager feels understood by their parents? None. I don't know a, I have a single teenager who's, like, yeah, me and, I mean, this isn't, like, fucking Gilmore Girls. Like, yeah. it's, it, it, you know, hey, kid, buckle down. Go to college. When you're in your 30s and you have your wife, your dad will like you again. Yeah. Like, Sorry, it's just a shitty thing about life. Yeah. You know, teenagers often don't get along with their parents. Yeah. <clears throat> like 13 to 18 is sh- shitty years. Yeah. Because you're an asshole. And that sucks. Like, it sucks to feel like your parents don't understand you or don't yeah. care about your interests. And that's not, like, your parents should be encouraging you. Yeah. But that is on a different level than what John West Winchester did to his sons. Wait, because he had no interest in what his kids wanted <clears throat> to do. He was just like, you're going to be hunters. He barely had his interest in his kids' safety. I think he barely had an interest in his kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he... All for revenge. Yeah, pretty All much. for revenge. Well, he, um... So the fight that Sam and Dean have, Sam's like, come on, dude. He raised us like shit. Yeah. You know, he, he mistreated us. He put us in danger all the time. And Dean's like... <clears throat> he was trying to... He, he showed us that he cared about us. Like, he, he, what, didn't let Sam do soccer and he said he wanted to do bow hunting. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which, like, it seems like a small thing. I don't know. There's another good one that I can't remember. I think it's from the first episode where uh, Sam goes, I told Dad that I, I was scared of the boogie monster. Yeah. And he gave me a pistol. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me a 9 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who the fuck does that? Uh, I mean... He's like, you know, okay, fair enough. Set, Dane is like, come on, you know the boogie monster's real? Yeah. Well, okay, if your child is young enough that he is still coming to you because there's a monster in his closet, yeah. maybe you should handle the monster in the closet if you believe it actually exists, John Winchester. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you shouldn't hand your young child's son a gun and say, have a good time. Maybe John Winchester was a big fan of self-soothing. <laughs> yes. Okay, but this is what this is what I really want to talk about, and okay. it's this line: Dean, in defense of his father, is like, "You think he just abandoned you?" Because Sam's like, "Look, man, what kind of parent kicks their child out for going to school?" Rightly so. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, "You think he just abandoned you? No, he visited Stanford all the time just to check up on you." All right. Yeah. Look, man. Hey. Early hey. 2000s, this is a common trope. <laughs> it's still a common trope to this day, and I'm going to set it straight right here, right now. If you treat somebody like an asshole, it doesn't matter if you secretly love them. You're still an asshole. <laughs> All right? Yeah. That's it. End of conversation. Yeah. Like, do you all have anything you want to say on that? Sorry. I yeah, feel like it, I just, it this seems episode like... fills me with rage. It fills me with rage, guys. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, where it's like there's that trope where 
oh, I was an asshole to you, but I was secretly in love with you. And they're like, yeah. oh, but I love you too. And then yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. Like, if there was a moment where yeah, John... Yeah, you're still w- being an asshole, yeah. though. If there was a moment where John Winchester was just standing outside of Sam's window in the rain holding a boombox oh. that was yeah. playing <laughs> Carry On My Wayward Wait. Son. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! That's all I want. Oh my god! <laughs> Just standing next to the Impala. Yes. <laughs> oh god. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> oh my god! And Sam's just leaning out the window and was like, "Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Go home, you drunk bastard!" Like, I've got SATs in the morning. Yeah, I got shit to do. Yeah. I'm in exams, Dad. Exams. Yeah. Gotta get and, that placement. And, and there is a way to do this trope, the whole, like, I hate you, but I love you, but I treat you like an asshole because I'm afraid of my feelings. Like, there is a way to do that successfully. Yeah. But it helps when, A, the story recognizes that the character is being an asshole instead of just absolving them of everything. Yes. But Supernatural doesn't come down on John's side. John does things that make you like him. Yes. But well, shit, um, he does a lot of things you don't. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Yondu like, was abusive to Peter, but that's the most likable character in the bunch. It's true. I haven't <laughs> seen that movie. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. It's cool. You should watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It's really good, yeah, man. Yeah. Really I'll watch good. it eventually. All right, fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that. Okay. Uh, that's that's going to keep coming up. That's I mean, the recurring theme is like fathers and sons. and. Yeah misunderstandings and mistreatment and things like that. Well, see, I think that's why I'm kind of glad when the show came out when it did, because I was in, like, what, sixth grade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, at that point in time, I, I would have been coming into that, like, that age of where, oh, my parents don't understand me. And yeah. so it was kind of cool to, like, watch me and my father's relationship on television. Yeah. Without having to watch it on television. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So as the show went on, it kind of made me understand like where my dad was coming from. But yeah, but it still doesn't. Uh, but like uh, you know, a character can be very likable and still a piece of shit. Yeah, that's why Tumblr is obsessed with villains. That's why Loki is like the mascot for misunderstood teens. <laughs> shit. And he's killed people. He's yeah. killed like a lot of people. I don't know. Uh, this is a random question. This is mainly for Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is a worse father at this stage in time? Well, your knowledge of the supernatural universe. Okay. John Winchester or Big Boss? <laughs> Wait, who's, who's Big Boss? <laughs> okay, so in Metal Gear Solid, uh, you have Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, and then they are clones of Big Boss. Oh, okay. And so he is their dad. And yeah, that's that was a joke for Travis. I'm sorry. Um. And he's a bad guy? No, no. he's not a good dad. I well, it's really convoluted. Like, yeah, like, are you familiar with we, how muddled the Legend of Zelda timeline is? We yes. don't multiply have, that by like a billion. And, well, yeah, oh my billion. god, really? We don't have twelve days to explain <laughs> the plot of Metal Gear Solid oh, to you. Fair enough. Because it it spans over the course of like what? Well, the games are over the course of like what thirty years, thirty forty years, something like that. Like that. Whenever the MSX came out, yeah. Ah, Jesus. Um, my answer would be, who's better at blackjack? I can't answer that question. That was me hitting the <laughs> microphone with my forehead. Yeah. God damn. Can we throw something at him? No. Ah. 
I've, I've wanted I've wanted to abuse you a lot this episode, Travis. And you know what? I apologize. If, oh, but man. you deserve it. Yeah. I've yeah. got a great idea. Whenever somebody makes like whenever the uh, like the other two people don't like something the the third person did, I've got this air cannon. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, I've seen the air cannon. Yeah, the air zooka. You just yeah, pull it like back the, and you... God, it's so much fun. I love those. Yeah. Yeah, we could we just whip that out and shoot each other in the face with it whenever somebody does something. Oh, why? Why? All right, guys. It's time to talk about the elephant inside the elephant in the room. Inside of the casino. <laughs> it's, it's, if you uh... insist. <laughs> ben, I think we're going to need to take Travis to a doctor. He clearly believes he's in a casino. Travis, do you smell toast? Yeah. I, not the toast you had for breakfast. I mean literal yeah. toast. No. That, that toast was movie magic. Mm. Mm. And that it wasn't real. That kiwi gel, or jam? Jelly? Jam. Kiwi jam. Kiwi jam. It's delicious. Kiwi jam was my jam. Yeah. Okay. The elephant inside the elephant in the room is... Tuberculosis? No. What? I don't know. Why would it be a disease? Do you have TB? No. I don't think I do. Does anybody have TB? Is that a thing we still have? Yes. Yeah, yeah there was a kid in uh, when I was in school. He got tested for TB because he was what? on the he was on a flight with a guy who had tuberculosis. I thought we uh no. Hell, I thought the, we got a vaccine for that. The we, plague we is have a back. vaccine for it, but we still it's still around. We yeah. didn't get rid of the disease like we yeah. did smallpox. Yeah, if yeah, we got rid of anti-vaxxers, we would get rid of more diseases. <laughs> Guys, I have a great idea. Yeah. Let's cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't want to kill anti-vaxxers? All right. I think we've got a big enough like thingy that you can see. It was like, oh, we should probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. The elephant inside the elephant in the room is Native American representation in this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to have to talk about it. It's a terrible pun I could make. Disclaimer. All right. We're a bunch of white boys slash girls. Yep. Yeah. Extremely. Uh, we live in Alabama, which does not have a lot of Native American tribes hanging around because of Andrew Jackson and the Trail of Tears. Mm-hmm. In fact, the city we live in, there are barkers for the original route yeah. of the Trail of Ta- it's like, Tears. Hey, it's uh, right here so, in front of the bank. Yeah, that yeah. history is like very much in our face, right? <laughs> yep. But I'm not going to talk about whether or not, because there is a Native American character. He has the most, like... I think his name was Runs with Plot Development. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very stereotypical name. Yeah. And then it might actually be, like, a name. Like, they <laughs> might have... I mean, it is a name, but, like, they might It's, like, jo- Joe White Tree or something, or Joe Little Tree. Yeah. And it might actually be, like, that is a name. That yeah. you, if you went on a reservation or you just met a Native American out... Out and about, like he would be like, "Oh, I'm this guy," and we'd be like, "Oh, cool." Were you in a supernatural episode? It's crazy coincidence how that works out. But, yeah. um, but like, supernatural was written by white people for a primarily white audience, and so the lens that they have of Native Americans is through that white lens. There's ways of getting around that lens, but it involves you know finding someone who doesn't have that lens. So, like a Native American, exactly. Yeah, that's. Like, we have plenty of them. We can go, you can find them, you can ask them and say, hey, how would you write this character? Yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. Instead of watching old westerns. Which is pretty much what they did. Yeah. And the Native American character is how they find out about... um, The curse and things. The curse and... 
the chief and stuff like that. Yeah, so the chief um, cursed the land, saying, like, no white people would ever live on this land. Mm. And if white people came, bugs would come. The nature would revolt against them for six days, which is the amount of time that the cavalry basically decimated the Native American tribe that was there. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the trope ancient Indian burial grounds specifically because I don't like we in Alabama we have mounds like uh, I think is it Moundville down near uh, Tuscaloosa that is like it's like we have Native American like mounds down there I don't know if they're graves or if it's like a burial site but I do know there are the mounds down there they're supposed to be like a sacred kind of area I'm not sure but I was going to talk about it through the lens of like uh, through the lens of trying to find your notes. No. Yes. Do we need some note finding music? No. Um. Basically, uh, what I'm getting at is that the trope, the ancient Indian miracle bar- American ancient. Indian burial grounds, which is like, oh, we built this house on an ancient Indian burial ground, and now there's ghosts, yeah. um, which we've seen in like Amityville Horror or The Shining or Pet Cemetery. And we put a bunch of graves with pets in them in an ancient Indian burial ground, and now the pets are zombies. That is a very old trope, but I've looked, and it does not seem to come to from a place of like, it doesn't have a Native American origin, which yeah. means that it is something that white people viewed Native Americans through. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? But Native American burial grounds, like, okay, that has it is a very old trope. There is a uh, 1793 poem that basically talks about like the mystical nature of ancient Indian burial grounds and how they. You know, how a white person, the the author of the poem, views them, Mm -hmm. which is like spiritual and interesting and kind of evil. Yeah. Uh, And we'll link that poem in the show notes if any of you guys want to read it. Um, But basically, what this goes back to is the Puritans and how they viewed Native Americans. Like the Puritans were just assholes. They were the biggest assholes. Yeah. And with those belt buckles on their fucking heads. Yeah, what's even the point? Yeah, Puritans. What, what, are you, what are you trying to What are you trying to up? awful fashion choices aside? They don't right. want their hats to fall off. Shh. Their heads were too big for that. Tighten it up, Puritans. <laughs> Tighten the fuck up, Puritans. Just like those belts on your fucking heads. Um but the Puritans, and I don't know if like the layman knows this, right? But the Puritans literally viewed Native Americans as evil, as mm-hmm. of the devil, yeah. because wow. they associated nature with evil. Yes. Yeah. The look you're giving me, the look Ben is giving me right now is like, how? Well, yeah, because uh, like if you believe that God created everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I can say this. Puritans are assholes. Yeah. yeah. yeah Puritans yeah, yeah, are yeah. dicks. Yeah. Um, and that actually is, there's an example of like how Native Americans viewed nature in the short story by Nathaniel Hawthorne, famous writer about Puritans, not Native Americans, excuse me, how Puritans viewed nature, um, Young But Goodman Brown, Yep. which is about a man named Young Goodman Brown, 
who leaves his wife, Faith, to go out into the forest <laughs> for three months oh, to do man. some shit. They were they were pretty on the nose with that. Yeah, they really they were <laughs> they weren't subtle, buddy. And meets the literal devil. He meets Satan. He's he's holding a stick that as a snake cane. Oh Jesus! A cane Christ. made of snakes. It's not very subtle, and that's out in the forest, and that's how the Puritans viewed nature. Like Nathaniel Hawthorne was not a Puritan, but he wrote about Puritans. And that eventually that changed with Ralph Waldo Emerson and the Transcendentalist movement, right? Where, um, you know, all these like Ralph Waldo Emerson is America's like intellectual. He's transcendental. He's he is he transcendentalizes <laughs> the shit out of America. Um, but he basically he wrote like uh, uh, basically an essay called Nature. And it's about how great nature is and yeah. how like going out can get you closer to God. Um, and so uh, that's when you start to see attitudes change, not towards Native Americans, but at least towards nature. Right. And the connection that white people have that white people associate between Native Americans and nature is so like hardcore that it's actually parodied nowadays. It was yeah. parodied back in mm-hmm. when this episode of Supernatural came out. Do you think Puritans hated nature? Because it reminded them of the Garden of Eden, Eden that they were kicked out of. I mean, possibly. Yeah, that I could really be. can't there get into yeah. it. All right, that was more they believed s- that yeah. the devil was out in nature. That if you walk okay. in the woods by yourself, and honestly, I think it's more of a stay with the, the herd. Yeah, Do you get because okay. because you could yeah. get kicked out of a Puritan town by doing anything, by right, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, by having fun, by making a blueberry cobbler instead of an apple cobbler. Basically, yeah. I mean the. Um, Idled hands. Yeah. That saying that comes from like a Puritan work ethic. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Idle hands are the devil's playground or idle minds. Yeah. You had to, I mean, being a Puritan was jury. They banned Christmas. <laughs> if you want to talk about some war on Christmas shit, the yeah. Puritans banned Christmas. Oh my God. Because of how not Christ like it was. The war on Christmas has been going on since. 1492. And I think if you said to people, like, hey, it's fine if you go out in nature, a bunch of people would be like, well, why the fuck are we staying around these Puritans? They're fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, Shakespeare hated them. Everyone Good. hated the Puritans. Yeah, that's why they left. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> they went to Dutch, or uh, they went to Holland, and they were like, fuck these Dutch. Yeah. I'm going to America, or what will be named America yep. later. The New World. Um, but in the 1970s, there's that famous commercial where there's, you know, a piece of litter on the ground yeah. and the Native American chief is looks at it and starts crying. Right. Yeah. In the 70s, that was like, oh, this is a hardcore PSA about not littering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, that has been parodied to death. So as much. it should be as it should be. Futurama, which I'm pretty sure this episode came out before the Supernatural Bugs episode. Yeah. Parodies yeah. that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I think that commercial came out like late 80s, like you said. And so I think it, that got just reamed oh, yeah. Yeah. every which way. Because I think SNL did a bit about it. Yes. Simpsons. Everybody. I'm sure every comedic, uh, any, any comedic thing, like mm-hmm. sketch show, anything like that, animation, it yeah. just parried it to filth because it was so I wonder if the kids crazy. The, the kids in the hall ever parried it. That'd be cool. Um, But... I'm just going off of that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So there's this connection between like Native Americans and nature, and there's connection between nature and spiritual, yeah. spiritual aspects. So out of this, you kind of get the ancient Indian burial ground. Yeah. And towards the mid 20th century, 
people started realizing, hey, we have treated the Native Americans pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And so, and again, this is a personal theory of mine. It is a belief that I have. It is not science. I think that the ancient Indian burial ground was born out of this white guilt and a way to give Native Americans power posthumously. Yeah, yeah. Right? Sure, we've treated them really shitty, but they have a way to get their revenge. Mm-hmm. And it's a time where, it, you know, yes, white people as a whole drove them off their lands and really hurt them. And we have tried to paint them in a negative light for all these years. Yeah. But at least I'm not as bad as the white guy who wants to desecrate their burial grounds. Yeah. That guy's always an asshole. He's some sort of materialistic developer. He doesn't mm-hmm. understand why nature's important. He's going to get what's coming to him. Yeah. And there's never a way to break the curse either. Yeah. Like in The Shining, they don't break the curse. They just, you know, have to get out of there. Um, same with um, Amityville Horror. Yeah. You don't break the curse. You just leave, which is what Sam and Dean end up having to do. Yeah. They just, they're like, okay. They're just like, all right. We're gone. You know, that's just a series based off of a lie too, right? The Amityville Horror. Cause they was yeah. like, okay, cool. Cause that's just a hilarious story. Cause you just rolled with it for years and years and years. I, I mean, anytime something that's like supernatural horror is like based off a true story. I'm like, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we all know how I feel about that, but Yeah. I mean, ghosts aren't that big of assholes, so that's why I'm always like, it's probably not at Exactly, that's what I believe, too, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't really be an asshole if you don't exist. Exactly. Oh, well, (laughs) I see see where this is going. Okay. I see the anti-ghost faction is at it again, Ben. Um, (laughs) So we've got this, uh, and again, like through my research, I have not found anything that's like, Oh, yeah, I'm a Native American, you know, I've looked into Native Americans culturally, and here's what it says, you know, according to the Creek tribe, if you build a Native American, if you build something on a Native American burial ground, on right. a Creek burial ground, which is another thing, like, in this episode, in all in all of the examples that I've listed, there's no, like, oh, yeah, the Choctaws used to live here, and that's... Yeah, there's no there's, specific yeah, tribe Yeah, it's just, like, it's Indians, just, yeah. right? Generic... I don't think we really started keeping up with where they lived until after we were taking their land. We still had, like, I mean, there are maps you can find nowadays that's like, here's what all the nations, the, you know, different Native American nations looked like before white people came in. Yeah, over. it was really cool. Before yeah. colonialism and imperialism, all that jazz. Oh. So you can look those up. Like, we do have records of those. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that, like, part of this trope is not about giving a voice to Native Americans because there are often. No Native American characters except the one guy who explains the plot. Exactly. There's no, like, The Shining, except for a throwaway line that's like, oh, this was built on an ancient Indian burial ground. There's no Native American, even, nothing even looks like, there's no even, there's not even a cultural appropriation thing going on where they've got some ghost wearing a fucking headdress. Like, it's just a trope. And Mm -hmm. even even before this episode of it's a cliche at this point it's not yeah. even just a trope because tropes can be used to good good purpose yeah this is straight up the i, I think it's literally the oldest cliche in american literature probably it, yeah it's it's a uh, it really is because it, it's kind of born out of this like gothic american yeah. you know movement 
And even at the time, this is what I think is so poisonous, is that the supernatural writers weren't thinking about any of this. They were just checking a box. Yep. Why are there bugs on the land? We've got three options. Either A, which who controls bugs, B, ancient Indian burial ground, or C, the bugs have great, uh, gained sentience. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with B. Yeah, and I think that also plays into why this episode just did not turn out well. Right. Because it was just like, it was a, um, what's it called when there's like, it was just a form. Yeah. Like, and you just oh, fill formulaic. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah formulaic. It, was, it was just a formulaic. What's the thing where it's like... Um, a Mad Libs? Yeah, it's like a Mad Libs. Or uh, it's like a form letter where it's like, Dear Sir or Madam, and then you circle yes. Sir. Yeah. And it's like, we are we are like very sorry for this, or we are very happy for this. And you <laughs> circle that one. Yeah. And it's like, they just went through and circled the ones they wanted to. And Sam and Dean are attacked by, I need a noun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want supernatural Mad Libs now. It's like, all right, guys, I need a cryptid. Oh, I'm sure. A source of evil. Yes. I'm sure someone out there has created supernatural yeah. Mad Libs. Well, and that's, um, that's I think, because Supernatural has played, you know, this the entire first, you know, eight episodes have been them playing with these, like, well-known horror tropes, right? Yeah. Or urban legends, Hookman, Bloody Mary. But where they put a explanation and a cool twist behind it, here it's just like, it was you guys very are lazy. you guys are American, yeah, yeah. You guys are culturally aware of this. They would. It's like they literally just phoned in an episode. That's Travis. You hit the fucking nail on the head. Because <laughs> if I had to use one word to describe this I episode, I hit the jackpot. You hit the jackpot. We were Travis. in a casino. I'll go along with this pun because you made a very <laughs> or not a pun. This joke because you made a very good point. If I had to describe this episode in one word, it would be lazy. Mm-hmm. And that is so frustrating because we've seen Supernatural do better already. Yeah. Even in the first seven episodes, we have seen well thought out, interesting, you know, well written. So yeah, so far episodes in these first eight episodes, the only two that I haven't liked were this one and Dead in the Water. Right. The and other Dead ones in the were water pretty it was interesting. Boring. And this one because it's just lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the, we rushed it. We did the homework and like we wrote the essay in a single they night. They yeah. didn't even do their homework. They, oh, they just cheated off. Yeah. They, it's they, like they, yeah. they, they read one off. Wikipedia page and then wrote their paper and turned it in five minutes. They finished it five minutes before mm. they were supposed to turn it in. I was going to say they cheated off the Native American kid. Yeah, basically. And then they missed their turnitin.com deadline, and then they had to work out some weird deal with their professor, and then it's just a whole mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to mention one more thing about this, and then I want to go into wrap-ups. Stephen King basically rewrote Young Goodman Brown. Yeah. In his short story collection, Everything's Eventual, and that short story is called The Man in the Black Suit. Mm. It is about a boy who goes fishing in nature and meets the devil. Mm-hmm. In both of these scenarios, it's about a young man who leaves his his or her or their homestead where presumably they are Christian. They go right. out in nature. They interact with nature, right? In the man in the black suit, the boy almost gets stung by a bee and he's scared because bee st- he his brother died from bee stings. Oh god. Um and then they meet the devil and have to escape him in some way. Nathaniel Hawthorne lived in a time when people were literally afraid of nature because they literally thought the devil was living in the woods. Yeah. Stephen King did not have that fear. Mm-hmm. Stephen King 
was going off of a cultural consciousness in part created by the Puritans and Nathaniel Hawthorne. Right. And the thing about, you know, co- this culture that's been built up is that we can pick and choose what parts we want to leave behind. The Stephen King story is a really good story. I prefer it to Young Goodman Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't think the thing's moving anymore. It's moving. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so paranoid that we're going to lose this. Um, Just watch the numbers above in red. <sighs> good point. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, as long as it's red, it's recording. Okay, thank you. Um, but Stephen King does not have this cultural fear that Nathaniel Hawthorne did. Pet Cemetery, which has that ancient Indian burial ground, is mm-hmm. almost a parody. Yeah. Because of how ridiculous it is. Yeah. The idea that pets are going to come back to life and fuck shit up. Like, what stays on the ground should stay on the ground. What I'm saying is that it's time to retire this cliche. Yeah. We get to pick and choose. We are at a point where we can pick and choose what we keep and what we get rid of. And the ancient Indian burial ground, it's tired. It's yeah. annoying. It's untrue. It's racist. There's just no point in having it anymore. And it doesn't honestly, do anything. I can't think of any modern media things that have used an ancient Indian burial ground or an ancient burial ground for plot reasons, at least not as far as I can't either, but you know, 10 years from now, mostly just parodies at this point. You know, 10 years from now, some fuck boy like Darren Aronofsky is going to fucking make a critically acclaimed movie that has this very plot device. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be three white people talking about ancient, Burial grounds. Yeah, he's basically recorded this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the episode of South Park with uh, that makes fun of Pet Cemetery? Oh, it's good. Oh man, I'll check it out. Uh, but <laughs> Butters' dad buries what he thinks to be Butters in a pet cemetery. Oh god. And that's all I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> All right, let's fucking it out. Because it's fucking hilarious. Are we ready to wrap up this episode, say our goodbyes? Yeah. Leave this yeah. terrible episode behind? Yep. All right. Yes. Finally ready to be done with it. Travis, the next right. episode, it's called Home. It's called Home. What do you think it's about? All right, Sam and Dean go to a house that looks like their house, but it's not their house because it's really... A giant monster, and they walked into its mouth, and now it's starting to digest them. All right, so Monster House. You're going with the plot to Monster House. All right, well, I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does... That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's the first, that's not the first time I've said this this morning. It won't be the last, buddy. Hey. Yeah. All right, Very well, strong. thank you for listening. Yeah. My name is Ari Kobler. You can find us at Habcast on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. H-A-B cast. I am personally, you can personally find me at Ari the Spy on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, Ben Tykemiller, on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Fluffy Bunnies. And you can find me, Travis Short, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Tall. <laughs> I know it was I don't spell out anymore, so you don't yeah, have to spell out. Anymore. It was on purpose. <laughs> Thank you for listening and join us uh, join us next time. Yeah. Have fun. And until next time.
it all comes together now. It all hey. comes together. Hey. Which is something I never do, but whatever. A family that comes together stays together. <laughs> oh, because they get sticky. Uh, See, you got into my porn again. Uh, I told you to stay out of the incest shit. It's too hard for you, Travis. It is. It's too much. Will I go down the street when you can go down the hall? I just 